Floating Heads Horror Movie Podcast, episode 105. Keep me alive. Woo! Yeah. One oh oh. Okay. <laughs> 105. <laughs> I, I was I was thinking of this the other night when I was in bed. I was I was getting ready to go to bed and I was thinking about the show. I do think about this show much more than I should, I'll be honest with you. Uh but here's the thing. Do how come people say 105? You guys say 105 when you're talking about numbers? Yeah. Christian says 1010. <laughs> <laughs> One time. That? I jokingly <laughs> I said that last weekend as a, and you're like 1010. I'm like, "Oh, fuck." <laughs> oh, I'm never going to live down now. What, it's like wearing that fucking fedora and then Mike with the fucking beard out to like he looks like a wizard from every fucking Dungeons and Dragons game I've ever seen in my life. He's making fun of my hat. This prick. Everyone Ooh, likes that. Mike. Who is? <laughs> Mike. Mike Merriman? Yeah. yeah. He looks like Rusev. Do you know, yeah. know who Rusev is? Anybody? Probably. Is he an asshole? You brought up Rusev last week. <laughs> I always call him Rusev. He looks like the wrestler Rusev now. He didn't used to. It's just like his latest incarnation of Mike. That's what he's looking like, you know? He's been repackaged, so to speak, like a wrestler. Repackaged. You know how sometimes wrestlers get repackaged? You know what I mean? They're they're doing one gimmick, and then you know, whatever, they go away, or they get hurt, or they come back and look, and look like on Hulk Hogan went, became a bad guy. or You know what I mean? Guys get repackaged, so... I think people get repackaged in life sometimes too. You should repackage you know? that beard and just comb it over his face. That'd be <laughs> <Yeah>. Ideal. <laughs> nice. I would like oh. a new package. I would like to get repackaged. <laughs> <laughs> oh, back to this again. Hey, three minutes. Three minutes. Yeah. Three so minutes say, of ten to thirteen. I say one oh five. Yeah. Okay. So you say one oh five. I just said one oh five. I think I, I've been saying it right along. One oh one. Episode one oh two. Isn't it odd, though, that, like, nobody ever says, like, 105, 101? Like, you know what I mean? That's a short form of everything. It's it's an easy way to short form. But no one says 105. They say 105. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, one zero. It's it's a zero. It's not a fucking O. It's not a a letter. It's a number. It's not a number. It's a... uh, You know what I mean. I just... (laughs) Is it alive and not dead or dead or not alive? We do that with addresses also. Like, my address is... It's 202, but for 40 years, it's been 202, even yeah. though it's not a no. It's 202. Isn't it Ready? weird? It didn't, it didn't occur to me until I was laying in bed and pondering that the next episode is 105, and I was like, 105, I was thinking. That's a little odd. That's all. I just – It didn't dawn on me until you just brought it up now. <laughs> you're yeah, is, this, is this episode 105 or <laughs> – <laughs> oh, oh, Jesus. <laughs> Damn it, look at that background. right into your mouth. (laughs) Oh, that's what he was doing. I thought he was scratching himself. Oh, (laughs) he's masturbating and he came right in his face. Oh, he was masturbating. I thought he was scratching himself like I was uh, on on heroin. Like something you'd think when you're on drugs. I don't know. Well, five, I'm on on drugs. (laughs) His scratching face and his masturbation face are the same. (laughs) True. I thought he was scratchy because I was thinking that he was Mr. Salty. You know I'm very I mean? itchy. I'm very itchy. <laughs> uh, Something about that position you were in. Like, I just saw it on the side. I, I look like you were scratchy. I love it well, that you I, guys can't see yourselves this time. This is this is beneficial. This is better. What are you, a fucking chicken? <laughs> what the hell is he doing? He's, oh, co- he's covering our faces. <laughs> oh, 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 these faces. I didn't mean to. I got every. Christian, would you mind sliding over to your left a little? There we go. Look at look at that, look at that guy right there. Yeah, look at him. Yeah, I, I, we gotta we gotta figure out a way. Mine said Skype update. 
So maybe I could figure out and have a different background. Do it now. Well, my background, I'll be. <laughs> yeah, do it now. That, that'll be the day. As soon as we finish, I'll I'm going to do Customize these. Maybe I'll customize it. Customize what? I'll, I'll give you one that has your. Well, no, but then if you have your face in the middle, it doesn't matter because you're blocking it anyway. It's just I'm going to have something. Logo. I'm listening. <laughs> Can you tickle Dave's chin a little? <laughs> <laughs> Just don't put nuts on those chins. It'll be all right, you know? Make them a ball chin. You should see what I do when I'm not on, uh, when we're not recording. (laughs) (laughs) Balls are the least of your worry. (laughs) Right? Right. He's he's going to grabbing freaking dildos. He's fucking going like this. He's putting his ass in the fucking, on the face. (laughs) Like this. That's great. This is why. Look at the grin you have while he's doing it. May I have another? <laughs> this is why people listening really have to take the time if they can to watch the video because, whew, uh, I don't even know what the hell I'm saying. I think I'd have a different the video. Like, can I just get the audio version? Look at this. Yes. I'm already getting hot. Hold on a minute. 105. Oh. Oh, 105. This fucking rag of hair I got over here. So evidently, out of that whole argument about the penis size, by the way, only your wife seems to be missing 5.5 inches. Missing them? Yeah. Why is she missing them? Well, she said she wants 13 inches. Oh. We know what Junior is, so. She didn't say she wants 13 inches. She just said <laughs> 13 inches isn't out of the question. Can never her. win. <laughs> I could give someone 13 inches if they want it in three installments. <laughs> <laughs> oh, like a monthly plan <laughs> yeah like layaway I'd give you an inch now and give you an inch next week and three minutes in three sessions <laughs> <laughs> well three minutes forget that speaking of three minutes we're gonna we're gonna go over our quota it's a three minute rule you know so three minutes of D and B's and that's it not including not, not including C's you know <laughs> so anyway oh, man. 105 this is episode one. 105. How's that? I'm gonna be. I'm gonna try to cut that out of my life and stop saying 105 because it's, it's rather. Uh, because it's been very convenient for the last 47 years or however old you are. And but now it's you're just, just a random thing to cut out of your life. I'm gonna still be racist, but I'm gonna start saying 105 <laughs> instead of 10, 105. <laughs> Oh, don't even talk about racism right now. Holy oh, God. why is it is it up up in arms? What happened? What's going on? I mean, other than the usual. Okay, other than the usual? Well, the usual is is the other situation that Brandon knows well about, but it has nothing to do with this. (laughs) Come on, racism. The the freaking joke. The J-horror. How's that? (laughs) Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, uh, even I know a little bit of that. Yeah. (laughs) It was so funny. This poor bastard. He shortens everything. He doesn't even call movies movies. He calls them moves. He shortens every (laughs) fucking thing he does in life. You know what I mean? <laughs> he shortens everything. He—it's it, true. You know that JP shortens everything. He even shortened his own height. <laughs> he even shortened his own dick. Well, uh, I, got, I got three inches. You, Brandon, I was going to bring this up last show, and I stopped myself. And maybe you'll say, "I wish you did today too." But you, two episodes ago, maybe it was even three episodes ago. Now they're all blended together. But you cracked the joke. You said we're talking about short. You go, I'll tell a short joke, Watson. Oh, JP, I'll tell another one. Watson. And I was I was like, when I was editing, I started laughing, thinking it was funny. And, and Dave was like that. Then I was like, I got to, 
we got to work on that joke. So then I'm like, okay, here's a short joke. You got JP, Watson, and Brandon Orlick's cock walk into a bar. (laughs) (laughs) They all order whiskey. The bartender says, sorry, I can't serve the dick. So, Watson leaves. (laughs) (laughs) Ah, Yes. Oh, that's great. Uh, That's what went through my mind from your joke. (laughs) I believe we're going to be getting a three-page essay about that one. Oh boy. oh, boy. I told it horribly, too. My own joke, I fucked up. <laughs> but oh, well. well, Watson's not going to hear this. So it doesn't matter. Stu Watson's going to hear Stu Watson. This. Yeah. Well, yeah was this guy for real? That's what we're talking about now. Yeah, Stu Watson. Is he short? I don't know. Let's look into it. Maybe he is. <laughs> I'm now friends with Stu Watson, but I've noticed one weird thing. He's only friends with Dave right now. <laughs> well, there's a reason he's only friends with me. So okay. I can add him to the group. I have to do all Perfect. this stuff with people that are on the patreon page that want to be on the uh, on the page they, they don't have a a strong uh facebook personality if sense. one at all yeah Perfect. so i always say create one and then i'll add you and there i then i can add you to the group so we can keep the group private and hidden so that that's the way that's why everybody's a friend of mine just for that reason <laughs> i don't mean and, and i friended him too because i knew that oh, he good. was part of the the uh the patron and joined the group so it it was good but i that's why that makes sense because there's a lot of people that don't have this like facebook i kind of wish i was like them i kind of wish i didn't have the presence i just could be in the patrons only page you can but no but i've got to promote the show we gotta have some sort of visibility out there okay so all you okay so outside of this page the 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 exclusive Patreon Facebook page. The only thing, other thing you have to do if you're talking about promotion is the other original Exploding Heads group, correct? Yeah. I think I How want to that... branch out, but I guess from the At most limited sense, yeah, uh, that's what I'd have to do. That's the idea, though. That The idea is that we, after episode 100, we can go into somewhat of a seclusion. We don't have to worry. We built everything as high as we can build it. And it's, you know, aside from sharing a few videos and sprinkling maybe something on our old horophilia feed at the end of each month, maybe there's not going to be any more advertisement. There doesn't have to be. That's the glory of this. It's true. You know where I want to like go? I just want to isolate myself in Brandon's hair. I just want to live in Brandon's hair for for eternity. (laughs) God. I got to look at my hair now. Now now I'm bugging out about my hair. Oh, it doesn't look. Oh my God. I saw this little ad for this little comb thing that shaves on. It pops up on my Facebook feed every freaking day. And I'm like, I could do 1999. Let me read these fake reviews and let's see. And I'm like, I think I might want to buy this. And then, and then some sort of reality snaps back and go, what the fuck are you thinking? Wanting to buy this <laughs> comb razor off of a Facebook ad. Oh, wow. But I, I'm going so insane by being stuck at home that it looked like I was going to need to buy this thing at some point. <laughs> I needed oh, this in my I, life. Does it well, do the downstairs also? Cause I could really use something downstairs. I thought you lasered that all off. Not all of it. No. <laughs> He's got this one long hair coming out of the shaft of his. <laughs> yeah. Like Charlie Brown's head. He's got the one hair. <laughs> That's that's his dick. <laughs> he's gonna he's gonna grow it as long as he I could. Call dude. it the tickler. He's gonna keep it coming too. It's gonna be like fucking four inches long, five. It's gonna be bigger than his dick soon. You know. He's pulling that hair out, measuring from that hair. Fucking guy. 
He's going to measure his hair instead. I got, I got, I got 26 <laughs> inches for you there, honey. <laughs> 13 schmerkteen. Oh, man. 13, no good. We don't want that, do we? <laughs> oh. I'm sorry. I've blown through the quota early. <laughs> I know. What else is new? We'll try No one's complained about it yet. So if we've gone over the three minute, you know, so. What, what... Benchmark we set and don't even listen to. <laughs> <laughs> it's an ongoing thing it's like when we used to have cliffhangers remember in the early days we used to have cliffhangers and then we would never revisit them on the next show but sometimes if, we would like if someone know? wants if somebody wants a task because everybody said like, i went back and i had the, the slasher show on repeat i'm now going back and listening to the jello show i love hearing that that's fantastic because yeah, i too. feel like i'm the one that's listening to the shows the most because what back in the day with the editing and everything like that you listen to it in real time i go back and whatever and then then you make sure you listen to it afterwards and make sure it all came out okay so i'm like man i've listened to these shows way too much for it to be your own show but it's just from a production standpoint but it's great hearing this the, now yeah. what we need is someone to go back and write down every cliffhanger and if it's been answered or what needs to still be answered yeah wow that's a, somebody get on it someone that came in late because a lot of people came in late jason smith didn't come until the slasher show he didn't hear any of the earlier stuff or anything like that some people came in the slasher show and don't know anything about the past they don't know anything about our past they haven't listened to tgif 13th they know nothing about banana laser so it's like well, well let's, let's be honest those it. who have been with us since the beginning most of them still don't know about tgif 13th <laughs> <laughs> Vince is going to reach to the screen like Ghost Dad. And just He's going to Ghost Dad me. I really want to be Ghost Dad. <laughs> that should be like a sexual term. I want to be Ghost Dad. Yeah. <laughs> that's, what I'm, that's what we're going to call a choking fetish now. If you want to be choked during sex, you just tell somebody, give me the Ghost Dad. <laughs> they think both Bill Cosby are the there. They might think, that, yeah, you might think you have to like drug you first or something like drug that. Drug you, then yeah. choke me. Yeah, the old GD, you know? The old GD before bed. Mm-hmm. Mm. If I was Bill Cosby, I would do a whole comedy special from jail. Oh, right. Tell me that wouldn't be a huge seller. I would, I'd watch it. All he would have to do is go back to his old material. Like, that doc, that dentist routine now would be way funnier now <laughs> with the gas and everything like that. He could be just like, oh, and then I took the gas and I went home to the ladies. and the... <laughs> But in a better Bill Cosby. <laughs> <laughs> Jello put him pop. He should do it for Jay. I don't know where that came from, but that would be a marketing. That'd be marketing genius. That's why we should be marketing things like this. <laughs> you know, we we have all these ideas about marketing, and yet here we are. Just Harvey Weinstein talking. presents Bill Cosby <laughs> live in the pen. <laughs> <laughs> I see. This is why we need a thing like Chappelle's show. That's why we need to be on TV because we can come up with these skits. Maybe we can somehow get some pictures or some video of him in jail, and we can manipulate it to look like something else. You know, like I don't know. There's there's lots of ideas spinning around our old noggins here. That's all I know. You Just know? imagine how long he can go on about dropping the soap in the in that Bill Cosbyisms. <laughs> the soap and a boom and a boom and a beam and a boom out of my hands. <laughs> And I went down to pick it up, and I was like, whoa, hello over there. <laughs> Brandon's face. Brandon not liking the joke makes me like the joke even more so. <laughs> you're scatting over there. I'm just waiting. Scatman Carruthers over here. <laughs> he, he's Dick Halloran over here. 
Dick Allen. <laughs> oh man. Okay. I'm sweating. So, uh, sweat. All right, you gotta come down here. Come on down from this cloud. Okay. Uh, episode one hundred and five. What are we talking about tonight? We're talking about the den. We're talking about the void, and we're talking about the horror movie known as Bone Tomahawk. <laughs> <laughs> Tonight we're getting into it. <laughs> That's going to be fun. Um, we have a couple of questions from listeners. I think we got something else, but it slips my mind right now. But um, I don't know. Now, did you guys see these questions I sent? Yes. Yes, I did. Probably glanced. Okay. Let's do one now, and let's say we do yeah. another one after each review. How's that? So here's one. Perfect. This is from Deberly. Deberly. I call her oh, yeah, Debbie yeah. Oberly. Definitely. I feel that this one's gonna be such a cop out, but I know I, I know this. I remember this question. I, I can't even think of a good one. I'm gonna have to come up with something after listening to your two, because everything I come down ends up with one girl with one Jason, or oh, that's exactly another, it. another girl with this particular Jason. But because they're both anyway, just it's it's hard. Being let's a be let, let's be clear to the listeners out there. We're talking about Jason Lloyd. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, we're talking about Jason Smith. Yeah. <laughs> no, Jay Murph. Or Jay of the Dead. <laughs> All these Jays. Jay, I wish, Mr. Jay. I wish Jason Smith had put, gave us a uh, top 100 list. <laughs> you know, we got one from Lloyd. You know, it would have been nice if Smith gave us one. Yeah. <laughs> one so Jay Murph. It would have been, yeah, it would have been nice if Jay of the Dead gave us one, too. Thanks, Jay Murph. Anyway, I do think uh, we should probably say the question, though. I think we cut you off before you were able to... Actually, I didn't even get it out yet. It's yeah. okay. Sorry. How about Jay Smurf? If, if Jay Murph is short, he should call himself Jay Smurf, don't you think? Jay Smurf. <laughs> he can paint himself blue on Halloween. That'd be great. I wonder if that's what he calls himself when he gets blue bold. Hey, I just got, <laughs> I just, I just got Jay Smurf. <laughs> you fucking bitch. You just turned Jay Murph into Jay Smurf. <laughs> anyway. Oh, God. <laughs> I know. Okay. And my Bill Cosby jokes were bad. <laughs> I like when I'm quiet, it usually means I'm enjoying a joke. Okay, okay. What do you call a pissed off carrot? I don't know. A steamed veggie. <laughs> <laughs> okay, one more. Perfect. Yeah. A steamed veggie. That was good. Um, okay. What did the what did the mother turkey say to her son who was acting really bad? Brandon, you. You've got to be able to decipher these pun jokes. I don't know. Okay. If your father could see you now, he'd be turning over in his gravy. Brandon jokes from Dave Z, ladies and gentlemen. I'm be using those. Those are great. Yes. I know you would. Okay. Let's, uh, let's get out. Debbie Overly, this is her question. Uh, if you could pick one final girl and one Jason to face off from any of the Friday the 13th movies, which ones would you choose? So let's get a scenario and put them together. This was so hard for me because I'm so attached to everything part two that it's hard to pull anything away from there if given a choice. Well, I did the easy one. I took Jenny from part two and put her in with uh, Jason from part four. The Ted Rock yeah, Jason. Here's why that wouldn't work. Because Tommy took her gig in part four. So what is she going to do? If he's doing Jason, don't you remember? Well, I guess they could double team, but it'd be, boy, it'd be an awful <laughs> yeah. What What kind of movie is this? They're double teaming Jason. You just Jay smirked me. <laughs> Look at Dave. Dave was like. No, Frankie's saying something to me. It's got to uh, be something funny. What, what, is, is she, what is she on the ceiling? She told you the oh, turkey joke. Frankie. 
Frankie, Frankie, get, told up, me that, Frankie get off the ceiling. Frankie can't hear. Her. She's down here. She, she she came to whisper to me that the ice cream truck is back. Oh, the ice cream truck, in the middle of in the middle of COVID, yeah. right? No one's supposed to do it. The ice cream truck came uh, last week, and of that, course, it's I not got terrible. Ice cream. It's not terrible. I have no guys, money, Frankie. As long as the guy's wearing the mask. Yeah, but he goes and in with his get, bare hands. <laughs> No, no, you got to get something that's wrapped up. You got to yeah. get something like a Choco Taco or a Jay Smurf. Frozen Put'em Pop. <laughs> Jay Smurf. I feel like the Jay Smurf is like the perfect name for an ice cream treat. <laughs> Precisely. No, but is it even weird? <laughs> that's what I did, though. I got. I had to get a confectionery. You know, you know, I'm talking about those ones that come on the stick. That you know, you can only get them from ice cream trucks that have. Dude, like a you're sh- definitely gonna get COVID if you're letting if you're eating ice cream with cum on the stick. <laughs> no, there's no cum on it. It's, it's confectionery. It's it's on a stick. It's wrapped up in a in a thing. It's all good. It's good. So that one I got because I can't help it. When that guy comes around, I gotta get those ice creams. It's simple. <laughs> well, because you can't get them anywhere else. It's life. true. It's, it's you cannot his, get his mission in life. I gotta get those ice creams. Well, you can't get them anywhere else. They're the go, only you, people that carry them. I killed my firstborn from one of those motherfuckers. Do you go? Do you go up to him like a like a drug addict? Be like, you got any of them ice creams? <laughs> well, you know Scratching. what? I ask him. I run after. Him, I said, listen, which one of your confectionaries Scratching. is flavored cherry? I don't care what it is. Which and one the of your confectionaries is flavored cherry? <laughs> I say, so oh, they know. Like, do you want an ice cream or not? Like they yeah. don't know their pro- their their product. Typically, yes, those do because it says that on the cover of it when you take it out, it'll it'll say what it is. So it ended up being Powerpuff Girl cherry. So I got a Powerpuff Girl. I don't care. I want cherry confectionery. I think it's one of the best tasting things there is when it comes to sweets. But you can only get it from them. It used to back in the day. It used to be froze toes. You guys remember froze toes? That big foot and on the big toe there was a gumball. I don't think remember we had those in Canada. See, froze toes. Yeah. How about bubble play? Did you have bubble play? It was the the baseball one. It was like yes. a baseball, like a catcher's glove. Yeah. And there was a ball in the middle, and on that ball it would say like you know, strikeout or pop fly or whatever that you know what I mean. It was a little baseball. Yeah, to collect the balls. Yeah. toes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, don't eat them or nothing. Christian didn't, them Christian didn't have froze toes. He had ice cock. Yeah. Oh, beautiful. <laughs> Delicious ice cock. Both the balls, were, both the testicles were gumballs. Perfect. Oh, and it was clearly marked adult? left and right, so you you knew which ball you're sucking on. Yeah. I tried to get both and, of them in my mouth first, and then you. And the mushroom to... cap was a cherry confectioner. <laughs> <laughs> I'd go. I need that cherry. I don't care what it would be. Uh, you know. <laughs> We cream in the middle. <laughs> Whatever. As long as it was a cherry confectionery. That's, that'd be a gimmick, though. Wouldn't it be a good business? You know how women have, like, those parties for yeah, when they get they cherry? get, like, penis cakes, yeah. Yeah. No. Confectionaries based on, on penises and things like that. That'd be great. You know? Wow. We should wow. go into business. <laughs> Exploding heads. Exploding heads. <laughs> Fuck the movie. That's, yeah. what the, that's what the Patreon money's going to. Is yeah. Our yeah. confectionaries. We're, we're doing confectionaries, people. We're going to be. Remember that? Imagine that. We could drive by in an ice cream truck, Cheech and Chong style. Get your frozen cocks, yeah. <laughs> on the left side, it's adult, and on the right side, it's children. So you got to make sure they go on the right, on the correct oh, what? side. Frozen children cock. That's horrible, Dave. <laughs> <laughs> We just call it kitty size. <laughs> Chase Murphs. <laughs> anyway, I don't even know what we're doing. Oh, yeah, the, the question. Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to, 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 to stomp on your question, but the, I'm saying that I thought of 
bad. I thought of putting Ginny in part four, but then I'm thinking, well, what's Tommy going to do now? Does it have to be in part four? Or could it just be Ginny versus it's, the yeah. Jason from part four? That's like, how I got it. Totally, totally different Boom. movie. Okay, That's I overthought it, it then. Because I'm with I'm with Christian to an extent. I'm taking Jason from part four, but I'm taking the only girl who never got to fight Jason. I'm taking Alice. Oh, that's a good I'm going. I'm going Alice against the ultimate Jason from part four. This changes everything. <laughs> wow. See, I'm picturing the I'm picturing the scenes in the movies. You know what I mean? I knew it was going to be Alice for me. I was like, she never got a chance to fight Jason. It's, it's Alice or Jenny. Every time, I know. But now, now I gotta go to something different here, and I gotta think about. I am saying Ginny. It comes out like I always say Jenny. And I know. Vince always know. stomps on me when I say it. I'm like I, I'm saying in my head I'm saying Ginny, but for whatever reason it comes out Jenny. Yeah, it's weird, isn't it? It's like Crumpus. <laughs> yeah, it's like Crumpus. Crumpus. <laughs> Dave, Dave's gonna go uh, Rennie versus uh, Roy. <laughs> oh, how about that? Let's take Rennie out of the equation. Thank you. Okay, let's put. Uh, Let's put Chris in with fucking J- and Jason takes Manhattan instead of Rennie. How about that? And with the whole backstory too. Instead of her getting thrown off of the water by her uncle, she was raped by Jason. Well, not raped, but in the forest. you know what I mean. Yeah, something happened with Jason before. So by the time they get to New York, it's a little more personal. Yeah. Okay. There you go. Yeah. So Jason takes Manhattan, starring Chris from Part Three. So she gave me crazy it's at personal. the end. Yes, this time it's personal. So at the end, she could be doing her thing. See, you know, she'd be going, keep me alive. You know what I mean? The <laughs> Do you remember? I, 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 sorry, this is going to go into a fang, uh, Fango and a Friday talk. Do you remember oh, reading Fango back in the day about part eight? And Rob Haddon or whatever the guy's name is that directed part eight said, you can kind of say that Jason has a son. Don't you just want to grab him now and punch him in the face? Because it's not. He doesn't have a son. He did perform that stupid ending, which is supposed to be some sort of exorcism that transforms Jason back to the innocence of a boy. He doesn't have a son. And he's an Asian boy. He always looks Asian when he turns back to a boy in that. Well, well, yeah, you're, talking about, you're talking about the flashbacks. There's like three different versions of them as a kid. But I'm yep. talking about when he's just a boy floating in the water at the end. <laughs> Floating I'm just the a boy floating statue. in the water asking you to love me. <laughs> <laughs> love me, love me. Yeah, he is. A, he, there is the one that looks Asian. The, there one is, of them yeah, does. right? <laughs> yes, I agree with you. Yeah. Damn it, I had something so funny to pull up here and, and show C, and now I can't seem to find it. Damn it. Oh, well. It was something that was said on a, on a, on a other podcast about about a movie. Oh, damn it. Well, I'll try to get it later. But April 24th. And narrows it, it down. <laughs> For some, for some reason, it, it's not there. April, uh, it's got to be the April 29th episode, but only 24 is coming up, and I'm getting a little bummed out. But I'll get back to that when the time comes. What are you going to do? Son of a bitch. It was a funny thing, too. Okay, so anyway, maybe we should talk about our movies. Who who who, who selected them? Who did select them? Hold on a minute. I got it all written down on the other page. George are gonna, George. Are we going in order? If it, it is George George's one. <laughs> I like the name George George. Oh, oh, I, ate, I ate Christian's arm. Oh, wow. It's fucked up. Damn, dude. I like the fact that we can give him a song, you know? George, George, George of the jungle, strong as he can be. <laughs> Did you just come up with that? Yeah. <laughs> That's brilliant, man. I've never heard that before. Watch out for 
Oh, he's not, he doesn't even have a movie on this episode. Pixie. I was going to see the movie. <laughs> George, George doesn't have an episode? He has an episode, but not this one. Why would his parents name him George if their last name's George? <laughs> <laughs> so they could sing that song to him all the time when they were mad. George, George, George. <laughs> Come and clean your room. No, bitch. <laughs> Watch out, I'll beat your ass. No, bitch. <laughs> Uh, Actually, George George was on Killer Workout, so that was last episode. So I should we should have sang it then. Oh well, we'll get back to it. Oh, oh, here's what we have. The Den is from Keith. The Void is from Dale. Bone Tomahawk is from the infamous SC. So that, that's what's on the on the plate tonight. All pretty recent, huh? The Den, the Void, and the Bone. Damn. The Bone. Yeah. <laughs> Are we going in that order? Order of release. Isn't that what we do now? Is that right. did Bone Tomahawk come out after the void? Nope, before. I think the year before. Oh, whatever. Came we could decide. We're gonna we're gonna start with the den anyway. We could decide what we want to do next. This is true. All okay. right, let's start with the den from two thousand thirteen. Directed by Zachary Donahue, who surprisingly has not done anything since this. I noticed that, and I'm right? really shocked by that too. Yeah, I'm shocked too. While studying the habits of webcam chat users from the apparent safety of her own home, a young woman's life begins to spiral out of control after witnessing a grisly murder online. You can kind of describe this. And, and again, if you're not a fan of the movie that I'm going to allude to, or allude to, to, to straight out say it's a, it could be a found footage, uh-huh. footage version of, it plays like a found footage version of Hostel to a certain yes. degree. But, but there's more to it in a sense. Uh, and I guess you're, you're introduced to these characters uh, via web webcam. I remember this going against the found footage green. I remember it only being at the very end, but I didn't find that to be a deterrent of it as well. But the first thing I thought of this time was that this is like found. If, if they did hostile three called it the den, Hostel 3 or whatever, you'd be like, yeah, no problem. That works. Yeah, but internet footage is found footage, too. So this, what we're doing right now can be found footage if we're dead after the fact and somebody's pulling it back up from the cloud. So that's And that was the movie, yeah. right? That's where the movie stemmed from. Yeah. The whole yeah. idea of the movie. But we're going with it, though, too. It's like this is kind of like a good companion piece to Unfriended as well. Uh, the closest two movies that maybe would be like a found footage slasher. What are you laughing at? I'm laughing that you – I feel like you bring up Unfriended like every single episode. <laughs> I love it though. Like I like Unfriended too, but you fucking love that movie. Did it make your top 20 when we did the top 20 found footage? Was Unfriended on there? I believe it was. I got to go back. I'm pretty sure it, it was. It should be number one because you at least mentioned it three times a show. <laughs> that dad and Ghost Dad. Well, it, it, no, that's him. That, that's, that's Ghost complete. Dad's my number one found footage. <laughs> the cock and balls. They come up every show. <laughs> Well, you know, Jamie uh, put a message. Uh, Jamie Sammons put a message on our page, patrons only page. You can see it there about Unfriended. And I, I kind of alluded to it. I think, uh, oh, no, that was her ratings. But this was about Unfriended and the fact that I keep bringing it up because she adores the film as well. But what she says about that film, you could easily translate or transfer that same opinion to The Den as well. And it's about our actions and what we do online can have consequences as well, which this surely does. <laughs> also, yeah, but that, but you know, it's beyond our control because I don't feel like she does anything that dramatic, Elizabeth, in this film. She's actually pretty smart about it, but just with the, uh, with the way technology is and how some people are just beyond 
smart with their computer technology and uh, how sinister some people are. It just kind of culminates into this really good found sure. footage horror film. True, it's I guess really... in Unfriended, they're they're not necessarily likable people. Yeah, and, and there there there's that aspect here. She's more coming from an innocent standpoint. Yeah. Uh, but it's just about once you're out there, us now, you're out there, and and this could you don't know what is happening when people are watching this, what they're doing with it, how they're able to infiltrate your life. However, like we just have a core cool group of people, but who fucking knows? I got freaked out watching this, not only because it's yeah. a freaky movie, but because I watched it on April 29th, and that was the date stamped onto the murder video. Same here? <laughs> it was yeah, crazy. Dave was watching too. I, was I like, watched it the day before, I think, right? Yeah. Oh, you're like, oh my God, this is you like, oh my God, this is going to happen tomorrow. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I, I got a dumb look on my face, I got a one Pia girl. Yeah. <laughs> Pia girl. Is it That's Pia right. girl? P-Y-A girl. Yeah, yeah, I guess it is Pia. Pia. Pia girl. Yeah, you know what? Golden, like golden shower girl didn't sound as good. That's why they went Pia girl. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Well, obviously this one was picked. Uh, this was on the top hundred, or no? No, it was not. It just it it not, missed it did, out. It, it, it was it was okay. close, but it, it did miss out. Number one, like I said, I think on that show, it's probably a little bit underseen. Uh, yeah, but it was, it, this on my was taken list. from. Yeah, it's on your list. Found footage. It's on my found footage list. It was one of the original ones. They said, "Check it out." You know, you, you, you know, gotta I'm not sure if it made my list. It might have left it off strictly because of the rewatch value for me because I find it so disturbing. But I had a, hmm. a, another great experience watching it this time. It's like I've come up on this one the way I did with The Bay. And uh, I mean, there's so the detail in this one is also fantastic. Not quite Bay level, but really well done with the detail and the gore. True. The gore in this. I mean, it's not like, a, you know, it's not overdone. I mean, you compared it to Hostel, yes. But when they show gore or, you know, in any any effects they use in it, really well done. Realistic. Very realistic. Yeah. It's not gore necessarily. It's more it's like just like the use of the, yeah, the use, the use yeah, the use of blood. I yeah. mean, you know, when I when I say but, gore. But done well, you know, and done really case, well. Yeah, it looks realistic. Like they even use it as a joke a few times where you know, when you think it like when they had that Russian roulette scene, oh, the first man. time I see great, that thing, great. I yeah. right, I thought it was legit. Then they almost should have let now that'd be a whole other movie. So I guess that's why they didn't. But then at the end, like, ha ha, you know, they get up. I'm like, yeah. how did they do that? That's like three people like us sitting around saying, Okay, let's do it. If we had a scene like that one of our in a movie that we were gonna make, boy, that that that's a freaking task. That's not easy to do. That scene was and, better than the deer hunter. Mow! 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 It's funny. <laughs> I had this movie as my number 81 on my top 100 list. Funny enough, I had it higher than The Bay. And The Bay, I hadn't rewatched The Bay, though. We had done the rewatch for a few episodes ago where I blew it out of the water and said it was amazing. And now probably one of my favorite found footage films. So now I agree with what Brandon said. This is definitely still solid. It, 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 it's a very good movie, but it's not The Bay. The Bay is definitely a better film, and The Bay's creepier. Dude, the bay, but this is the great. The Bay is creeped up as one of the best found footage films, period. Yeah, that's what it's, I, I yeah. full-heartedly agree, and I think our review demonstrates that. This, yeah. one, this one, though, held up quite well, and it is creepy. It's kind of like, uh, like Megan's Missing meets Hostel with Unfriended. Right. Again, because you're getting that screen a lot of the time. And a hint of ghost, Dad. 
just a just a dash of ghost dad. I did. <laughs> <laughs> ghost dad. I had the bay. I had the den at number sixty four. I had the bay at number sixty two when we did the top hundred. Looking back now, I would have had the bay a, a little bit higher up than that. Yeah. But that's what happens. You know what yeah. I mean? Well, especially when you you could get to rewatch every movie for the past decade. Yeah. You, you just I went from the ratings that I had and the memories that I had. And rewatching both, both are great experiences. Like, you can't go wrong with either film. The Bay has definitely, like I said, become one of my favorite, uh, if not the best found footage movie. Uh, and it's it's up there. And, and this is just a solid, solid found footage film. Uh, the, they at least make the characters likable. Her boyfriend, you kind of feel like he's a bit of a dick. But just when you feel like he's going that dick route, they, they kind of still ground him enough that you're like, okay, he, he's good. Like, he... You know what I'm saying? Like he almost looks like like yep. is he planer or something? And and but well, then I think it's her to 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 turn him into a red herring to turn the other friend Max into a red herring because he's clearly in love with her, but she's with Damien. She's and kind of a bitch to him though. That's the only she, thing about her character in this movie. To Max, right? a bitch to Max, to Max. Yeah, yeah, she's yeah. a bitch to him a couple. But I, you know, but that again, that's almost like real life. That's something I could. I've seen plenty of people I know that are usually just fine but when they're faced with some type of stressful situation they and, and i'm not defending them i i wish people didn't do it but all of a sudden she, she was taking things out on him he was just trying to help granted in the long run you know he wants to get in his pants get in her pants but that's typical yeah. there's that's just how guys yeah but she, and she's operate. first to reach out to him though when she needs help you know because he's like a expert with the computers you know yeah, and she gets mad at him because he can't fix fucking what these guys are doing that are I mean, he 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 knows how to do things and he knows how to track down hackers and everything else, but <laughs> this is not, this is like Yeah, cuz this is like next level shit and he can't figure it out. And then everything gets wiped out in her computer eventually. And you know, there's one thing I wanted to say. I've heard a lot of people complain about when they watch found footage movies and all of a sudden when something certain things happen. I think B, I think this is something that you you uh, maybe both of you even when they when you're watching something found footage and all of a sudden there's like a, a crackling or a, yeah. a messed up thing in the camera. But in this movie, when it, it works, happens, it works because that's when you know they're getting hacked. And that's almost like something that would be happening. That's when the yeah. hacker is able to type in and get into their shit. Yeah. And it all problem. and it also works for, you know, for the scene of her discover discover. Uh, excuse me. Discovering that uh, someone's in the backseat when her boyfriend's attacked in the car with the, the mass figure. And stuff like that. So it, it really has a cool payoff because that's a freaky image when she freezes it and you see it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And if you want sackheads, this movie's got sackheads galore. We've had a few yeah. movies with a bunch of sackheads lately. And yeah, this all is, sackheads. Yeah, this has got the, the most <laughs> sackheads. And I like the explanation because you're like, at first, if you're thinking it's just like one sicko, you know, as the movie progresses, you realize. Uh, Rather quickly, even when in one case, uh, one scene's filmed, you're like, wait a second here. Yeah, the sister. The sister. Yeah, and then uh, then that's how they sort of make you realize it's more, it's bigger than what we're just experiencing initially. Yeah. Uh, It becomes hostile. Yeah, and that's where it becomes. But they still, you still kind of think, oh, is the boyfriend involved? Is the friend involved? What's going on? And then, boom, it's just like so much bigger and grander than you've ever expected. Yet it's still plausible, you feel. It's still like I wouldn't be shocked if something came out in the future that said something like this exists. I I suppose it's a lot to ask. If you look at it from a 
a realistic standpoint and you always have to suspend you know your disbelief in movies but especially in in movies like this i don't think there's a way that somebody can hack your computer to turn your webcam on when it's not I always, there's certain I, things that I they always do. thought that's a big thing that they can do that's a huge that's well that's a big worry that everybody's worried that their their webcam's being hacked that yeah. but when this people movie in Russia was made, are watching like there was a bigger people in Russia are watching like front office staff at a dentist place. I'm like what why the fuck do they want to see this meaning that they can somehow infiltrate your Wi-Fi just like they could do with the big thing last this Christmas is like the doorbells the two-way doorbells uh, and they yeah, were calling, and they and they were calling a kid down and saying, "Hit Santa Claus!" Like, how fucking creepy is that? Wow, Santa Claus the is fucking creepy. Doorbell. Yeah. Wow. Really. And that it coming from a doorbell uh, sound. Security cams with the Wi-Fi built in, with a two-way speaker, they're able to infiltrate those. So it's doable. Now, one guy was hacking them to tell people, "Hey, I've hacked you." And there's video of this. You can you can check it out now. Whether you want to believe it or not, that's up to you. But there there was a video of this guy selling. He hacked him that he should be cha- He goes, I've hacked your webcam or your your security system. You should change your Wi-Fi. You should do this 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 and tell him I'm doing this uh, from the like as a kind gesture as opposed for malicious reasons. <laughs> yeah, maybe it's the other way around though. Maybe after they change it, then then he can truly hack them. <laughs> it's like that guy that came on the video and he goes. I would just like to know, I'm going to send you a million dollars. You know what I mean? The same email that we all get. And she's like, has this ever worked? She said, that was great. Yes. And he's like, yes. (laughs) Yes. I just need a few things. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That was great. There is good comic relief in this, and it's accurate. The thing when they're in the beginning, you know, in the beginning when they're doing the chat den, which is basically what this is about. This girl gets a grant. I think I think it's for a month. She's going to be on this new chat roulette thing, twenty four seven called the Den. So that she has to get the grant approved. So it's this whole big thing. She's so nervous about getting it. It's you know, it's a grant from a college. You know what I mean? So she gets it. She gets approved. So now that's going to be her life for a month. She's going to be twenty four seven. Access to this thing, the den, when she eats, sleeps. If she's going to be at home, and if she out. goes, she's going to be at <laughs> And then there you go. And that, that that's heartbreaking, that shit. Because when you yeah. see, when she gets hacked the first time, and, you know, her boyfriend happens to come over and he sneaks in and he's going down on her. And That's good, of though. Course they, they head fake you. You think, oh, my God, this guy's, this, the guy's broken into the house. Then you find out, oh, spoiler you find out it's a boy. True. Yeah. <laughs> True. And then she reaches over intentionally and says, okay, I'm going to shut the camera down. He's like, no, leave it on. And he's like, no, no, no. You know, like, like that would happen. But then, then the hackers get in and that part is, that part's fucked up. They let you know it's happening. Honestly, in retrospect, I almost wish they didn't let you know that they, that it got turned back on and that it was happening. And then when the woman, her contact at the college, whatever her name is, Stephanie or I, Sally. I, Sally, when Sally, Sends her that message, that email, and it says, you know, get back to me now. And then she does, and she goes, what's the matter with you? He goes, this is inappropriate what you did. And they find out that these the hackers took the video of her having sex, freaking, and it got sent to all these, you know, yeah. important people that are funding this freaking experiment. And she's like, this is inappropriate. Then by then she's all stressed out. She she curses, and then they're like, well, she didn't even question. Suspend- she didn't even question that she might have been hacked. She's like, you sent this from your email. Yeah, that's what people would do. I'm sending you a sex tape from my email. I just worked so hard to get this. this is, <laughs> that was a little forced, but Dave, you, that reveal would have been way better. But I think yeah. the movie was going for that that shock moment of like as you're watching it going into True. the email and and being all ver- all remotely done, how 
extra creepy that is that they don't just have access right. to the webcam. They have total control of her computer. It almost gets to the point where you feel like you could just do this, put the, the screen down, and then the screen would just go. Right. <laughs> and it turned back on. Oh, no, you don't. <laughs> yeah, that's all she had to do was reach over yeah, and put the screen Well, that's why they've got the web covers now. Like, my Mac, it's supposed to be high tech. The what like now? That. The web comers? Comers, yeah. That's just like a guy that goes like this into, into the webcam. And then just, <laughs> hey, stand up into again. We like, we like when you disappear. <laughs> how, how does my cock look? Oh, no. Wow, look at that. He's a ghost. And he's ghost dead there's no cover on my webcam but tons of like my my word for work has an actual switch that you just shut it off you're internally. making us dizzy what oh, are we playing really? so it just has a switch you can push the camera the, the thing down and something yeah. just comes up and goes like that yeah. it actually yeah it just it's goes it slides across and covers it. Well, that we also oh, gave okay. them out as work. No, there's ones that you can attach to your thing and just switch them off. But my actual laptop has a built in. So does mine. My my desktop has a thing, a switch that you just push across and it covers yeah. it. So wow. even if the camera comes on, this is all they'd see is my palm. Wow, how about that? All do, we, do we all have hand. any Russian listeners? Because I want to know why they want to hack. And watch like front office dental staff perform during the day and stuff like that. I don't, I don't Voyeur, know what voyeurism is a is a fetish in itself. It doesn't matter what true. you're watching. I think I it's just it's the uh, the idea of watching people that don't know they're being watched. Yeah, I guess that's I think true. That's yeah, and in this case, we learn, you know, in the end, that this was, uh, you know, much grander than than you could ever have imagined. And I don't know if some people are turned off by that ending. Oh, I think but I rich. love it, and I think the, uh, about, you know, what, the the ending... idea that she gets. Sorry, Brendan, yeah. I just want to confirm. Are you talking about the ending of the grandiose size of the uh, the whole organization? Yeah, are you talking the, about the, the end, end? The scale. Okay, the, the scale. scale of it. The scale of okay. it. But uh, I think the scene where she gets uh, basically gets her grant revoked is pivotal because right after that is when things really escalate. That's when she takes it to the next level and realizes something is really wrong. She starts reaching out to the friends to try to find uh, her boyfriend. That's when she gets the uh, – Her friend goes missing? Her friend's missing at this point. She gets the view of uh, of her sister being attacked, which is horrifying. You know, the knife to the baby bump and all that. Oh, I was like, if brutal. they kill, yeah. if they killed her, dude, this movie would have been next level disturbing. The what you about the what? clearing out of his apartment? That's the ah, only terrifying. thing that's it, no, it's terrifying. But it's also the most probably real unrealistic, maybe not the most unrealistic aspect, but within a 24-hour period, this apartment has been cleared out, but nobody, neighbor-wise, seems to know what the hell's going on? I justify it. Just because of the scale of the organization, it'd be very easy to... Uh, get a mover's truck up yeah, there. To, there you to, yeah, you know, get three of them. I mean, you see, I but mean... No, no questions, like no, no neighbor going, you know what, yeah, we saw a mover's truck here yesterday. Like, they didn't even work that in it at all. Which is well, even the co- even the cops and the detectives got killed, so it wasn't even like they had an opportunity. This is just like True. so huge. And the cops were very dismissive, and I understand to a degree. I mean, what can you do about online? I don't know. I, I understand why the cops were dismissive for once. I could see. I think that's how it would be. They're like, this is not a crime just because the guy's house is empty and because you don't you don't know where he is now. It happens. People go on the lam. People break up with their girlfriends, or maybe he's ripping you off and he took off. This happens. If they got involved in every little thing that way, that's not really their department. These are just local cops. So I understand why they're dismissive and why they think, well, you know, this girl is maybe she's getting played, or it could be many things. 
I get all that. It makes sense. It's 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 kind of next level from hostile though, because in hostile, you know, somebody gets paid, somebody pays somebody to pick somebody out and torture and kill them or do what they want to yeah. do with them. This not only are you watching, you know, what's happening to one person, you're seeing how it affects their 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 friends and loved ones around them. Yeah, that, by the that whole is a story. That that's the yes. creepy part. That's why that ending where it becomes yeah. not found footage, and, and, and we break out of the right. mold. What, what question that raises is it almost turns it onto us. Like we're kind of just like this guy that watched. Now we've, we've decided we're going to watch a horror film. He's actually watching this and paying Real for life. it. And, and then wanting to buy someone's whole story with the backstory, the friends, like it tells you the description. I actually freeze framed yeah. it and watched and what, the de- what the descriptions were at the side. Oh, and, yeah. it, and it's even creepier because it mimics every site that you've gone to that if you've gone to like, like a porn site or whatever, it looks exactly like that. Yeah. But, but the downfall is it's all about death. Yeah. They have 8,000 current videos, 7,981 current videos. Some of the video that they were watching of Liz that played out had like 13,000 views. And did you notice that the video that the guy purchased at the end for $99 was of the friend that she was talking to earlier, the British girl. So she became so like they were watching her video. And then within that story, they found their next victim. And And Liz, go ahead. I'm sorry. No, what were you going to say? Liz Liz became PYA girl. Pia girl. Yeah, Liz That's became the new going. Pia girl. Yeah, and now this British girl becomes the next Liz, and eventually she'll be Pia girl to to the next one. Yeah, it just keeps building from there. But another thing with with these guys, um, sort of making their way into every facet is that one of these guys who works for this organization is with the cops because when they're yeah. collecting the evidence, he takes the laptop. Well, he throws the camera down. Yeah, and then goes to pick it up later. The, yep. So that was that was it. That's when when they leave, he actually puts the camera down and it continues to record. And then he goes back to pick it up as evidence later. Yeah. And then he throws it and into the back across- seat, and that's yeah, where exactly. the mask is shown. Yeah, yeah. And you see, Dude. yeah, you see him re- recording the, right. the detective and her walking out of the car. That was at the sister's house. That, so that scene wasn't even creeps yeah. me out. Yeah, that fucking scene at the sister's house when the cop. We don't know what's a cop when the guy is questioning. Her and he goes, well, uh, he goes, I, I, you're pregnant or something. Should the father be here? And she's like, oh, uh, the father's not in the picture. And he goes, well, maybe he should be here or so, you know. And she's like, well, that's none of your business. And yeah. right then you realize that this guy is responsible or partially responsible. At that time in the movie, you don't know how deep this goes, so you don't know. First time I'm watching and I'm seeing this guy is he's masterminding the whole thing. Because what do I know? But at that point in the movie, that's what's creepy. Anytime the killer is inside your house pretending to be somebody else and questioning you, that fucking creeps me out. It, it, it's wow. it's very creepy and disturbing, and yeah. only on looking back at the film can it be considered maybe a bit of a flaw because, really, he's putting a spotlight on him because he's obviously in the force. I know that most of the, the detective staff here get killed, but if someone was to... If, if this site, which is obviously accessible because you can purchase things for 99 bucks and watch stories, they're going to see that this guy... Is part of the investigation because it's part of the actual story we just watched. That's so, true, and you know what it is? He probably gets off on it. Like it, it, the first time you're watching it, you know how some serial killers are, where yeah. they like to almost put themselves out there in yeah. a position. Yeah, it, it gives them a rush to do that. So maybe this sick bastard. I mean, in retrospect, that's the only good way to look perfect, at it. He's getting off sorry. on being in this syndicate. Yeah, maybe I, I'll buy it. You know, for sure. Yeah, that, that's a good. But I hear what but, you're saying. And and. 
and that's it. And not like not from a fault because I find it creepy, just like you guys did too. But when yeah, when he drops it thing and you see that's one of the sack heads in the back seat after oh, yeah. as well. Uh, the there was a little thing I think when you know the digital cleanup that she does. There's no way yeah. that you would be able to to get that sort of clarity. But that's a okay. movieism to to sure. create suspense and, and to uh, and to make it. What, where he deletes more... all her videos and stuff? No, no, where she no, when you see the cleaning head. up the video and then sees that there's a sack head behind him. In oh, her car. okay, yeah. I'm like, there's yeah. no way that you could clean it up to that detail to notice like a muddy video and then be able to re, re- clean it up. It's usually like stuff. an FBI thing that they do. And even <laughs> yeah. they don't even get it <laughs> to that, that clean, to that degree. Uh, right. The, but then going back to that ending again, not just to jump to the ending, but again, I think it just, you know, it does put the camera on us and go, like, we're, we're the ones watching this stuff and we're watching it for entertainment purposes as in the movie. And this guy's doing the exact same thing, except we know that it's supposed to be real or, or, mimic real reality but it's it's fake he's actually watching the real thing that's the difference i call it the hellfest ending even though hellfest came out after that but you get that whole daddy right daddy daddy click done i think that's important that i i think it just showcases that you know evil and psychotic behavior comes from everyone you can't really put a face on it it's everyday people but you would never know you would never know is he is he just living out his fantasies through that. Like, I guess that's what he's doing, but I'm just saying he's not actually creating the act, but he's supporting no. it. He's supporting yeah, he's it. Just, he's just so one of saying... these people who is evidently on the dark web, purchasing videos, just a sicko. Like somebody would go on and purchase child pornography. So he, again, what, I, I mean, there's thing. a, there's a level of sicko, but is it all that we just, is it also making a commentary? If we all just want to feed into our dark, fantasies i mean i guess that's a broad stroke yeah it might be like we're all voyeurs in a way we're watching the horror movie yes that's what it pulls back it kind of like it's very meta it's like you're also just as sick because you watch horror that's that's what i'm saying they're almost (laughs) uh, no that's where i was going with it It, in a sense it's a ticket you got to walk that line delicately because you're almost insulting your audience of the movie that you just presented to you is now you're now saying shame on you for for enjoying this stuff I think it's it's more of a commentary like be careful like you're watching this as an entertainment and it's it's walking a fine line between you know it's it's very it's a very thin line between fiction and reality. Okay, but it's also the way I look at it. I don't know, see if it's so much of a slant of horror fans because it's just like regular people that watch the news or people that want to see fucking Saddam Hussein hung and they watch a video. Oh like yeah, that. well that's. That was where we're going. It's an exact commentary on those people who go on YouTube to watch the beheading videos and stuff like that. I've never personally done it, but it's definitely no, a commentary. Yeah, me either. I like my horror fictional. I don't want right. to see anything real. I think and, most of us do. And this is what I, I, I told my friends at work this one day. Yeah. I said, I think if they talk about something or other that they saw, and I said, I won't watch that. And, the, and people, I'm sure it's happened to you guys too. Oh, yeah. You're a horror fan. They think that, you, that, that you're so hardcore that nothing would bother you. And I'm like, no. And this is, I truly believe this. Most of the people in our group, most of the people that are hardcore horror fans are even more sensitive to real life violence yes. than fucking the average Joe is. I don't I, know why. I, 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 I agree I love with that. Most, most of us would be. Well, my, yeah. my, my, my wife will watch, not religiously, thank you, thankfully, excuse me, but she watches my 600 pound life. I can't stand oh, that show because it's like the same show over and over. The second they go into the operation room, I can't watch a thing. I'm like, get this off the screen. But I can watch that saw go through that guy's head and intruder. 
No problem. Yeah. And well, so if you wait till the, thir- if you wait till the 30 minute mark, Christian, you're only watching my 300 pound life. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but then the skin just hangs off of them. Like, oh, stop. <laughs> Don't. I, I can't even. <laughs> They're throwing That's it around their I'm neck saying. like a scarf. <laughs> <laughs> Loose skin. Oh, skin, I can't even... skin scares me. Don't. Oh, I know, like I, know. It's <laughs> I know. I know, I know. If you're just fat, just fucking be fat. And lose it's making it my right skin way. crawl across the floor. <laughs> oh, right. That's what I'm saying. I think a lot of us are more sensitive to shit like that than, than regular people that don't, oh. that aren't horror obsessed. And they'll just, they can, I don't know, it's weird, but I, I don't want to see nothing. I, I don't even like seeing a dead animal. I, I really don't, you know. When I'm giving blood or when I have to get blood drawn, I can't watch it. Yeah, I... I'm I'm a I'm I'm like a little kid. I'm like, just tell me when it's. Uh, she goes, are you okay with this? I'm like, yeah, and I'm white knuckling on this side, and it doesn't like it's not like the pain because it's just a little pinprick, but it's just like I can't. Right. I'm not looking at it. I'm not watching this blood come out of my system. Why are you masturbating though with the other hand? <laughs> Comes a nurse down. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's white knuckling his cock over. He's like, I'm white. <laughs> oh, no, okay, I, just, I, I go complaint. hold my nuts while you I'm do sorry, this. A complaint. Uh oh. A mild complaint. Shooter. The scene with the friend Jenny and the um Jenny? the bathtub and the yeah. and all that. This girl's such a good friend. Liz is such a good friend of Jenny's. Okay. If you're gonna buy the fact that she left a suicide note and that's just the end of it, why the fuck would she lead Liz all the way up there to discover her almost dead in a bathtub? She dismisses it. She doesn't when she sees that. She doesn't think of this as part of a syndicate, and they're doing this to fuck with me. She, the way I see it portrayed, it's believable to her that she commits suicide. But why would she do all that and have her lead right up to her house and bring her? If if I'm gonna kill myself, am I gonna fucking have my wife and my kid intentionally fucking come find me when I've already left a suicide note so everyone knows when the cops or whoever discovers me knows I'm dead? Why would you put your friend through that? It doesn't make sense. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's weird. They should have had her complaining to the police that this wasn't a suicide instantly or because, she should have just been missing and the cops should have discovered it yeah yeah but if she does find her like she did the fact that she reading the note later on and believing it makes no sense whatsoever i that's, agree that's with that my, that's my, that's my yeah. only really yeah I mean, no, I, some I, of the internet stuff is i mean we're talking about 2020 that's different but in 2014 the things we we were talking about, I don't know if things like that were possible, uh, even with the best hackers. And to the, it's fine though. I mean, you got to. It's part of the movie. Six years ago, it's such a technological evolution. Well, yeah, I'll tell you why. <laughs> there, there is. I'm, I'm being a smart ass. <laughs> okay, all right. Because really, I mean, think about it. When it was filmed at the time, I don't know if a lot of that stuff was just capable of being done. You know, just turning someone's webcam on and shit. I don't know. You know what? I don't have it in my notes, guys, but for whatever reason, I recall that there was another aspect. I swear there was another part of the movie that left the found footage realm for like a split second. Did you catch that or not? Or was everything explainable from some sort of camera? Whether it be a dash cam. I think it was when the cars crashed or something. I feel like there was something that... No, when the cars crashed, she had the camera on her head. Here's yeah. here, you know what I, the part when she's walking with the cop in her house after they discover that the boyfriend's missing. Or no, after the situation with the girl. Remember what, her sister? After they leave her sisters and they go back to her house to clean it out and all that stuff. I remember them walking through Liz's apartment and the cops are in front of her. And she's walking. I'm thinking, why does she have a camera? Why is she filming this cop? That's, I, that I think was that was time. it. 
That was the one, there was one time, and I meant to write it down for whatever reason I didn't, because maybe something else happened right away after that. But I remembered it leaving or seemingly having something forced into the realm that shouldn't have been there based on how this movie was presented. There's something, I just don't think that they would let some things happen, the cops. I don't know. I'm not complaining at all. This is minuscule things. Yeah. I just. Same. I mean, otherwise I don't we don't have a discussion, right? This is what we always say. Right. I, right. There, we'll be talking about Bontanahawk later. And, and, and you, last night in your chat, you made it sound like I hated the movie, which I don't by any means. It's just, it's just. Uh, you just sounded angry. I, that's I, I got a bit of a hiccup. That's, it. that's about it. <laughs> that's okay. But so any, wait, where, yeah. where is that cop when he gets killed? He's at Max's. He goes to Max's place and gets that sledgehammer to the face. Oh, that's, the other that's on the, the laptop. That's on the laptop yep. that has been left. Yeah, computer. that's yep. been left at Max's. Remember, she's talking to him. She's like, "Hey, I'm down here." She gets that little. He probably hears a little voice coming from the computer. Yeah, that was goes, really well Behind done. you, behind yeah. you. Where is she? Is she in that like saw-like basement at that point? She's in the oh, computer. She's in home. Yeah, she's in the computer. Why would she be in a basement? Because she was in the basement in the next scene when she was taken. No, no, no. This is before she's taken. She's just trying to tell the cop that fucking he's about to get killed. You think she's worried about fucking him? She's Wait, got man, she's, she's back at she's she's back at her place, and yeah. after the cops get killed, that's when she gets attacked and she kills the first guy. I can't remember the entire timeline. All I know is that at that particular moment, yeah, she's at her house. She was at a safe, a somewhat safe place. She wasn't in any in danger at that moment that she was aware of, as far as well. She I think they, just, they brought they brought her back to her place to get a few things, and the one cop. The one cop, yeah, the one cop is waiting outside for her. The the uniform cop is waiting for her, who gets killed. She's packing up. She sees the detective at Max's. Then she notices that the cop is dead. She kills a the guy. Then she runs outside and runs into another mass killer and gets taken. And then yeah, she wakes up in the, And then she wakes up in that saw basement. Right. So obviously, all this is before that because she remember she's getting phone calls from Damien, and then the one comes in, and at first he's like. Hey, how you been? And then they were splicing with her and everything else, uh, old conversations, and they would go away. And remember, he kept calling her. Then one time she opened it, phone call from Damien or whatever, message. And then she she opened it up, and it was the empty house. And they were just showing her that the house was empty and that the cop was looking around. It was right after the cops left. Yeah, it was right then because yeah. they went back to his house whatever the fu- for whatever fucking reason. Yeah, but they still leave that one cop there because he's hanging on, like, the door or whatever. Yes. That, that There's one. something. Yeah. Shit, there was something fucking about the movie that sometimes I was surprised. I, I don't think they would let, have let happen, and I can't. It's in my notes again, and I and I still can't remember what it was. But well, I don't like, know. Here, here's a perfect example: they clear out this guy's apartment for what end goal? Just to make him look like he disappeared? They're killing yeah. half the fucking police force. They're hanging cops up on doors. Is someone? So I guess we're supposed to understand that someone's coming in and essentially unhooking that police officer off the door and then clearing out her pad as well. This is snuff 2.0. Let's not forget that these guys are creating just beyond basic snuff films. They're creating like a narrative to these stories that these people get off on. So that's that to me is an explanation enough as to why they're doing all this stuff to fuck with their fuck with these victims incite fear in them to get their customers off even more so they're this, just making this it more is why i love a part two a part two that would then like i love when they do second scenarios this is why when with back to the future 2 not being on the same scale as back to the future but the best part of that movie is when the movie he goes back in time and has to avoid himself from the first movie 
has to avoid himself from part one. I love that. I love when they intermix scenarios that he's got to avoid stuff or they interplay. So wouldn't it be cool to go and see this British girl's story and yes. what's happened then to this girl's apartment and what she's been experiencing oh, and how man. it's built. And, and, and again, some of it would overlap because it has to. And, and we're, we go from there. I, I would love that. Maybe. But is the, end, is the end result the same or do we get more uncovered about this organization? We get both. And results get, the same it, and we get more. Yeah. And if like they, again, if they're smart, then they give you a little bit more so that they knew that they'd have to do a part three, which then would tear the, the whole lid off of everything. Blow the blow the ceiling off the joint. Boom. Oh, yeah. Although Hostel 2 did end differently, so I should take that back. But to, to, to add to address what you said about the cops and everything, B, I think that those are just reactionary kills to cover their tracks. I don't think that's part of the plan. I just think that shit they do. As far as what they do with the boyfriend, that's that's part of their narrative. They know that she has a boyfriend. They're gonna drive her crazy. It's like like Oh yeah. Stuff. No, I and meant I meant it. cleaning I meant cleaning out the apartment. Not the kills are kinda incidental. They're reactionary. They have yeah. to kill the cops yeah. because the, the the situation there's no plan to say, okay. She's no. going to call the cops and we're going to kill cops and we're going to put this. That's, I don't think they plan on that. No, I don't think so either. Do, then, no, then wonderful. See, then was they, saying why Why would they clean out the boyfriend's apartment? And I'm saying that's just. Driving that, nuts. Yeah, that, yeah, exactly. That creates fear, which, you know. They sell the same stuff on gets, gets these lunatics off. And, uh, <laughs> Facebook and Marketplace. <laughs> right. <laughs> and, and to fuck with her. Where's her friend? Where's her boyfriend? Where's her sister? The three closest people in her life. I'll get fucked with. I like and, when the boyfriend's trying to tell her, like, it's a recording. It's a recording. This is about to happen, but she's not listening. She's all freaked out, and then he gets uh, suffocated yep. with saran wrap. Oh, that's so brutal. Oh, wow. That's brutal. And you know what's scary? Every time she gets hacked, and they show old conversations she have, and yeah. then at the end, there's there's the one of, of her friend, I forget his name, and he's talking, and he goes, well, there's nothing you can do about it now, or something like that. And they put in as almost a taunt to her. Yeah. Those videos they put together to taunt her, are fucking creepy and so cool. I mean, yeah. the way they do it, oh, I love that shit. Dude, they're That's taunting and, and tormenting her till the very end, even when at the end when they kill her and then they, you know, what they do, they cut her down and then, you know, it's like that added uh, added so, torture. So while we're on this movie and because Brandon loves it when I bring up a friend did, if you haven't already got the idea, not, not I know we've talked about multiple movies about what we'd love to do and everything like that, but the initial idea was something along the front would probably be a combination of Unfriended in this movie, but about the podcast, but it, it would be taking kind of an aspect of both. That was and what the original dead. Exploding Heads podcast movie was going to be. And goes true. And, and goes fucking dead. And the thing about the beauty of that a is, tablespoon though. of. That, that 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 particular movie that you're talking about, we could actually, if we had the funds now, film at least some of it in remote areas. Well, we that could, could do it with COVID. It's the only one. It's the only right? one. You could do it with COVID. You could do it without us even meeting each other, which is fantastic. That's why right. I wanted to do something that was true to the show, but that uh, that was actually a movie as well. And it's still something that wanted to be done, even though Brandon says, I can't act. I'm like, you're playing your fucking self. You can't act. Just doing the show. You know, we can, yeah. You're going to make it easier for him. We can just throw on a fake movie or some movie that nobody's ever heard of, some fucking YouTube movie, and we can just review it as we're doing it and the then just best, throw the things in. The best you know? fucking thing I can think of right now is just to go is – we film it with Dave. We film it with me. We film it with Vince because Vince was going to be part of it. And then we have someone else as Braden Orlick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, JP. I'm sure JP will be glad to do it. And Moods <laughs> as Braden Orlick. <laughs> Moods. <laughs> that would be the best. 
That'd be the ultimate mood to be there instead of him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> gets... <laughs> but your dad is still Moods' dad. Like, everything's the same. Your dad's in it, but you're not in it. Moods of Brandon Orlick. Oh, that'd be correct. We awesome. should do it. Moods can promote it on his YouTube page. Yeah. I'm awesome. telling you, we might get more instant, instant hits. He has a bigger draw. He yeah. does have a bigger draw. I admit that. <laughs> We're talking to moods later. Bro, <laughs> Sorry, Pete. You caused it. I got nothing. I um, love it. Oh. <laughs> That'd be great. Moods, I'm hitting you up later, buddy. Please answer my Ooh, fucking I'm messages. Oh, shit. Oh, man. Sorry, oh, Pete. That was great. <laughs> Here's what my note. Here's my note. Why would they let it happen? Now I know what it, what it is. At the end, when they all end up in the saw basement, as B said, and when they're doing their thing, do you think that these people that are so bloody organized would be so bold as to let one person go into the room with the guy and just on the off chance that somebody escapes, let that guy get killed? And just they have cameras everywhere. Why would they, as told, as you can see at the end of the movie, when they go in, when shit's going crazy and there's an escape going on, what, do you think that they would let that happen? They're literally just watching this guy struggle with this, this guy who's their prisoner and it, to the point that the, 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 you know, the guy that's holding him gets killed. I think their organization is twofold. It lies in the numbers, the sheer size of it. Right. But I, th- I think these people, in terms of who's watching this sort of underground dwelling at this point are sort of like uh you want to see oh, how- oh, almost like oh, that but almost like extras in the organization they're not like the 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 real high up you know? they're just hired yeah they're hired, hired I get <laughs> exactly <laughs> look one of them was a was a was a girl was a, a i know a girl that she she beats the shit out of so it it's fun. like i know dave i had the same idea same thought process but i'm like again it's a movie b they B, not as in B, as in Brandon, but just A, B. B, right. they do have a guy come in and she, she nails him and runs out. I guess they wanted to get it to that next level where she actually C, gets outside. Stop talking. <laughs> <laughs> no, I get you. And I then get you, you get know, that big finish level? where you think she's going to get away, but it, it doesn't happen. I don't uh, think they wanted that. Okay. I honestly don't. I don't think they wanted to sacrifice people's lives for the sake of getting that big escape at the end i think it, it makes it look cooler but i think their intention was to torture and kill her in the room like they did with the friend and you assume they did with the boyfriend you never see it but oh yeah no for sure i don't think that was their intention uh dave i think she escaped but i think it was the intention of the filmmakers of this movie to to give us a bigger finish instead of her just dying in that room she gets out it kind of you're like oh my god this is in some industrial place could be any one of those that you pass by uh sure and whatever, and then she you think she's gonna get away only to get smashed by the car and we find out. Yeah, but happens. then they would they would have let her go. They would have allowed her to escape without having people killed. I understand that it's just I think they just created it out of the circumstance that arose. She was a fighter. You know what I think? I, I think I fixed it for myself because <laughs> I really do. I don't think it's a complaint anymore. Glad we we could help. (laughs) No, because it occurred to me. It occurred to me right after I said it. It had nothing to do with what you guys said, which I understand makes sense. But I'm thinking maybe they didn't want to mess with the narrative. They don't want to intrude too much. Because if you're buying it, 
it's almost like it's it's more we're just going to throw shit out and this is what's going to happen and we're not going to overstep our boundaries where the odds are stacked against her where we're going to have six guys in that room we're just going to let it play out and if she and if one guy comes in and she happens to beat him we are going to come at her and, and end up getting her anyway because we're that damn strong don't you think that's a better view for the for the guy that's watching it to see that I could I could buy that I could buy six that six guys walk in and just beat her to, to an death. extent I, mean, I still think it was their intent that this one guy coming in is going to kill her and that's going yeah, to be oh, the yeah. end of it I yeah. think I would say the same thing I'm I'm saying the filmmakers of the actual movie The Den not the not the the killers and the, the organization within said movie I think they just needed it to get to another level take it out of this basement area yeah. and and give you the sense of her gonna escape this. And but she just doesn't. I think that was it. But I think the intention was that she was supposed to die there. She's just a yeah. fighter and kills him and gets out. But then why she does run like halfway down that hallway and before seeing really anybody else? But she does run into some resistance. It's just I'm I think okay there should have been more. I'm okay with that though. That's not that doesn't bother me. It, it was no. It was not really different in Hostile. I'm not going to say the escape was easy in Hostile, no. but it was. They didn't have fucking 50 people working. Exactly. There were the same amount of people, a handful of people you saw. Yeah. yeah. I just meant for that particular room. Again, it, w- it was the same way in Hostel. In Hostel, the one per- the one girl or whoever the fuck it was, the one guy beat the guy that was trying to kill him. And But then they were already paid, so what do they care? Because the guy literally gave them the money and said, I'm going to go kill this person. So I guess they don't care. It's not their responsibility. It's on that person now. So The bigger question would be, where do they advertise for these jobs? On LinkedIn? The dark web. Indeed. <laughs> uh, sir, do you have a resume? Does it fucking matter if I have a resume? Monster. Oh, yeah. How do they get hired? Monster.com. It, it only makes sense. Monster.com. Like, they thought it's a literal site to find monsters. <laughs> they probably go to horror webcast and fucking podcast. Like, well, these are sick fucks. Maybe they want to take part in it. You might get an email tomorrow. Horrorophilia. To to yeah. <laughs> Maybe that'll Stata be. Nelly looks like one of us. <laughs> Imagine that if that did happen. If they if they just killed podcasters, there was a whole other. These assholes are already online. They already have a webcam present. So they're sort of so they're either doing this or they're on YouTube. Let's kill these motherfuckers since they like to be on camera so much. That would be an idea. Vanity. That would be yeah, vanity. It would be. These motherfuckers want to be on camera so much. They want to be on YouTube. They want to have vlogs. They want to do all this shit. Let's target those people. That would be something people would want to see, I think. Especially if they didn't like, let's say some asshole doesn't like me. You know what I mean? Hey, I'll pay a fucking G. Let's see this guy killed. You know you it is a picture perk. I don't know if they've noticed that. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's have an auction. Let's have an auction for Horrific and Legion. We'll find these fuckers a whole have up Dave's there. severed head, just like podcasting. <laughs> Here's Moods. I Here's fucking uh, Austin Schroyer. <laughs> Here's what everybody's picture. See who gets the highest bid. Yeah. <laughs> Brian and I are still alive and hosting, but it's just puppet heads of everybody else. Oh, yeah, Teflon B. They've, everybody loves him. Teflon. <laughs> he can do fucking... Even last night, that we're having Skype. How come you hate Skype so much? I never said fucking shit about Skype. B said shit about Skype, but I said laughed at him. Uh, Teflon B. Teflon B. Anyway, the den. Oh, by the way, we, we forgot to mention. That's probably what spurned this whole thing for you, see, is Jamie making that post about ratings. Because now we've made Dave Gabbard's job a lot easier. Because now we're head rating, right? Yeah, I, I mean, I like the head ratings. 
I actually said there that sometimes my numbers, like my numbers change and they go all over the place. And I, I'll be like shitting on a movie and then I'm like, yeah, six out of ten or six and a half. At the end of the day, I think we're trying to – the discussion's the important thing and our, our numbers are just there to kind of finalize our, our thought, like kind of like the final period at the end of the, the review. The reality is they, they really mean do we recommend them or they, do we not at the end yeah. of the day. So after all that arguing I did with Jeannie, and I, I talked today at length on Watson's show about <laughs> how important fucking number ratings mean to me as a listener and <laughs> as everything else, I've fallen in fucking line. There you go, Jamie. You win. Because <laughs> <laughs> there you have it. We're going, we're going to head ratings. Five out of five. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to Netflix ratings. No, we're not. We're just doing our heads. Basically, we're five, head. five heads anyway. Eight, eight heads out of ten. <laughs> that's our new head rate we're still giving our numbers it's just yeah. heads it's number of heads eight, eight heads out of ten explosions. it's perfect that's awesome eight, eight half head explosions out of ten <laughs> <laughs> then you can know um, 5.5 mild rumbles out of ten <laughs> our house has become Grand Central Station outside like a 50 cars have pulled up. I don't know what the hell's going on. Uh-oh. Uh, they see the blood on your wall. Oh, it's a delivery. My dog's going to go crazy in about like they, two seconds. They see the blood stains on your wall. <laughs> They're like, what's he, what's he making? A, the den in there? What's he making? Oh. A video for the den? <laughs> nice. But yeah, but to get, it's a full head. Based on uh, the, uh, the, the criteria of what a full head would mean, this would be oh, a full should, head rating. We should read them all so everybody knows. Yeah, full head. Let's read them up for one more time. Here it is. Full head explosion is everybody get your pens and your pencils and your notepads and get your the, pads and we've your got pencils. the sheet that I'll post back to it. Yeah, that yeah. was done. I, up ha- for I us. have to use it. I have to use it, otherwise I'll fucking forget. So pick, I got to use it every time I do a rating. Picture pages See? over here. Lots of fun with picture pages. Lots of fun with crayons and your pencils. Time to get your pens and your pencils. Oh, that, Bill Cosby once again. That's yeah. what I want. How about fuck fuck Ghost Dad from Jail or Comedy? How about picture pages from Jail? He's got that pen. And this over here, we're going to draw a big dick, which <laughs> fucked me in the ass last night. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know. I didn't know Cosby had a stroke though. <laughs> Why does he hold the pen like? Because ah. he had a stroke. He can only talk out of one side of the. I had a stroke. He's fucking That's ninety years old. What do you want? We all have our own Cosby's. <laughs> we all have our own. Mine will always be Ghost Dad Cosby. Oh fuck. Okay, so <laughs> here it is. Full head explosion, eight and a half to ten. Half a head explosion. 7 to 8.25, Mild oh, Rumble, 5.5 to 6.75, Body Convulsions, 4.5, <laughs> no, 4 to 5.25, Imploded Head, 3.75 and below. So basically... I renege, I renege, back to... <laughs> everything would be changed. And, and three implodings would be a hall of flame and fucking... Three head ex- full head explosions will be a Hall of Fame now. That's even all we have. To- even if they're all eight and a half, then That's- technically. How else can we do so, it? I was, al- I was already wrong, too. Unless we say full head explosion, and I'd like to nominate this for the Hall of Fame. We just had that little. <laughs> Christian has turned this into the most complicated system. Then we're gonna then we're gonna have a separate Skype. Then we're gonna have a separate Skype meeting that's gonna meet once every three months to go over the nominations. Have I mentioned lately? <laughs> 
how much I hate both of them. <laughs> <laughs> we could nominate. I like it. Because the three of us give it an 8.5, but it's a full head. That's not really Hall of Fame worthy. So if you have a number rating in the back, you're at, oh, okay. I don't know what your rating would be for, for this. For me, it's a full head explosion. However, however, I do not name and nominate it for the Hall of Fame. I don't think it's just like, look at it this way. When we did Hellraiser 2, that's three nines. We each gave it a nine. That's 27 points. They did not get in because we needed 28. Yeah. So if we were doing Hellraiser 2, I would say full head explosion. But I don't know if it's really a Hall of Fame. I'll maybe nominate it. It depends on how you guys feel. But anyway, the den is a full head explosion. I will okay. also give it a full head explosion, and I will second that non-nomination. <laughs> <laughs> it's a non-nomination. Okay. I give so. it an eight. <laughs> no, I. You know what? I messed up. I. I thought that was it's a half head explosion then, based on where my uh, based on where the number system would have been. So. Oh. For the so day. Okay. Well, I was an eight point seven five. How's that? And I was eight point five. Perfect. There you go. The ratings come on anyway. There's mud. Twenty five point two. Fucking mud. Yeah. Oh fuck. 25.25 heads out of 30. Okay. Either way, go see it. That's the bottom line. If you haven't seen the den. Go see it. In theaters now. Yeah. <laughs> Make a great double feature free. with Ghost Dead. It's on Hulu. If you got Hulu, you can see it there. That, that That's recommendation right there. So, boom. There you go. Another question. Another question is going yeah. to be. Yeah. Uh, this is interesting. Okay. Topanga Lee asks, The Exorcist, do any of you have any stories told to you by people who actually seen it firsthand at the show, or did you guys see it at the show? How about that? She says the show, motherfuckers. <laughs> I think that was intentional for you. I don't think so. I think people say the show. Topanga Wayne. Well, also in the seventies, you went to the show. When this came out, it was still the show. Well, okay. What do they call it now? The movies. It's movies, the cinema, the multiplex. The cinema. It's it. okay. The multiplex. What is this? <laughs> Fucking John Barrymore over here. John Barrymore. <laughs> the multiplex. <laughs> you know what? I uh, I mean, I don't have any interesting stories from when I first saw it. I I I wasn't that into this movie. This my move. My opinion on this movie changed as I grew up. This used to be one of my more underrated, more overrated films when we first started the show. But I have since changed my uh, tune on that, and I fucking love it. But I asked my father, and he saw it in the movie theaters with my mother, but he said that nothing in the film scared him because he had already read the book. And he said nothing oh. could have been as scary as the book. So he was not affected like a lot of people were, you know, fainting, throwing up, passing out in the aisles, you know, shitting themselves. <laughs> Whatever the hell was going on then, he was not affected. So it's not a great story by any means, but it's the most research I could do because I wanted to have some sort of story for this question. Oh, but, uh, at least you have a story because I don't have one for this. My parents did not see this. I, did, I was I, I wasn't even born. I was born the year after. <laughs> so I didn't see it in the theater. Uh, but they, they didn't see it in the theater. The one that they always talked about as being the scariest film ever made was Alien. So wow. when I was growing up, I always wanted to say their experience with Alien was that that was the scariest. So nothing about The Exorcist. I think it was because of their Catholicism. They had no interest to see The Exorcist. Topanga, make sure oh. you ask about Alien next week. 
Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Christian will give you that riveting story again. <laughs> and you wonder why I just want to choke you with oh. that skin from the 600 pound life that just aligned with the skin. <laughs> oh, that's a gross thought there. Wow. That's <laughs> not been what done are in a movie. You You're like ripping your wing off, <laughs> your bingo wing. <laughs> That'd be something. We've never seen that in a movie. Somebody had their fat cut off and then they choked someone else with it. How about intestines? Uh, that had to have been done. Choked intestines? with intestines? Oh, yeah. Well, there's... In Reanimator, doesn't the whole stomach explode? It just wraps them around them? And kind of drag them in with his intestines? Yeah, I think yeah. you're right. right. Okay. Uh, his, okay. In a way, uh, skin would be nice. No one's done that. Fat. You know, make it even more gross. Would you rather be choked out by fat that was cut off somebody or their intestines? Probably I'd rather intestines. take a shot of my own jizz. <laughs> <laughs> That's not Come on to the, the roster. <laughs> Come to daddy. I don't have an answer. I don't have an answer except that I did see it when they re-released it in the, what was it, the year 2000 or oh, whatever the hell? Yeah, I saw the re-release in the theater. Yes, where, yeah, with all the added footage, the spider walk and the smoking in the hospital. It was great. I had a great experience smoking the in the hospital. The I think that was in the original smoke? anyway, but everybody started laughing in the year 2000 because smoking had already been kind of banned in a lot of places. And you, you have the doctor and the mom smoking while they're talking about Lin, uh, Linda Blair and they're, Reagan and they're, they're in the hospital smoking and people just were losing their minds in the, in the theater yeah. laughing. In I see it all the time. In mm-hmm. the real version, you've never seen when she does the spider walk down the stairs. She's got a cigar in her mouth. She's like, give me, give me, give me a light, bitch. Give me a light, bitch. And then she does the Monica Lewinsky. Which, that was a. It was weird. Oh, see, I dropped the ball. I dro- I should have. I should have talked to my mother or my father and asked them about it because they were no, because they were they were seventy four. They would they would have either seen it or known someone that seen it. You know. Maybe I should call my mother and ask her. Live on the air. I'll do it. Don't fucking tell me. I'll do it right now. I don't give a shit. I'll do it. Watch. Check it out. Ladies and gentlemen, we're calling my mother. Hold on. Let's see. This would be fun. Well, you dial out. Yeah. So in the year 2000, did you see the release then, Brandon? I didn't. This ought to be good. She's always entertaining because she's so ridiculous. Okay, mom. Come on. Answer. Come on. She always answers. How could she not answer? If not, I'll try dad. He'd be even funnier. Hello? Hey, mom. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Good. I have a question for you. I'm, um, I'm, we're doing, I'm doing my podcast, and we had a question. Somebody wanted to know about when The Exorcist first came out to the movies. Okay? Yeah. Do you, rem- do you remember this time, and do, did you go see it at the show? Yeah. And what what did you think? Scary. <laughs> And no, it was really, um, it was strange, scary. Yeah. And some of it was gross, but that's me. I'm, you know, Yeah. but it was, um, I did go and see it at the movies and the people in the movies were like, you know, everybody was gasping at certain parts and, um, it was, it was kind of, it was, it was a really good movie. I mean, it is a good movie, but it was scary to me. Oh, sure. To think that something like that can happen because I'm Catholic, right. you know, and, and the priests were involved and they were going there and, you know, what the exercise and exercising or whatever, however you say it, exorcisting. Exorcisting, yes. <laughs> Assisting in the exorcisting. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> yes, indeed. Yes, what about the head turn? What about the head turning? What about the head turning? That was the thing that was the scariest. And when her head was turning, the face she was making also was just a, something like that. I mean, it was like an owl. Yeah. Um, and, and just to see that, I mean, the, the effects, the special effects were, it, for that time, I thought was really cool. Dick Smith. You know, not nothing comparable to today, of course, but in, in the time that I don't even remember what year it was, but in, you know, something like that was really, it looked so real. <laughs> it really yeah. did. Dick That's Smith. surreal. So real. So real. Yes. Okay. So you were there. You saw all this. You saw the hoopla. Do do do, do you have any stories of anybody that you knew, uh, like any anybody passing out or anybody having a a crazy reaction to it at the time? That, that anyone you knew? Uh, no, no. People were throwing up. Wow. Couple people got sick because of the pea soup thing. She was, you know, spitting out pea soup. That's what they said it was, of course. Right. Um, and uh, so people did were getting nauseous. I don't. Some people got up and went. To, I don't know if they went to throw up. You know, people that have a weak <laughs> stomach. I don't like to watch people vomiting. So right. And that makes me sick. But I was younger then, and it didn't bother me as much as it would bother me now. <laughs> right. But while you were at the theater, did anybody throw up there or no? No, um, okay. nobody threw up right in front of me because then I would have. <laughs> but people got up at that point when she was throwing up that green. Some people, it was women actually, got up and went. And they came back, so maybe they just didn't want to watch it. When I don't want to watch something, I close my eyes. But <laughs> it was. Um, yeah, I think people did get nauseous from it because people said that later on in the interviews of, of when they were interviewing people that saw the movie, people actually said that they got sick to their stomach when she was throwing up the pea soup. <laughs> wow. What about the, uh, the you know, crucifix how after and how Linda Blair uses it with being Catholic? They did then. They would, you know, talk about them people. There was no internet. There was no... Uh, Facebook. There wasn't anything sure. to talk about, so they they talked to them on television. You know, they interviewed them, and yeah, and it made a big deal. And when they did talk about it on the news, or you know, the movie critics and everything, that was the things that they brought up brought up the most was about her head spinning, of course, <laughs> and and throwing up. But I, me, I laughed. When her head was spinning. Oh, good. Yeah. But I, I was with some friends and we, you know, I, I laughed. Okay, now that, okay, the head spinning, I can see that being comical. One more yeah. question I wanted to ask you about this. It's the mm-hmm. the crucifix and what she did with it. Said, I, I don't think, I don't, I don't think anybody was, was, I don't think anybody was laughing about that. You, you know what I'm talking about, right? I know. And yeah. the Catholics, what about that? That was very upsetting, and the Catholics did, were in an uproar. Well, uh, I didn't frozen, like it. Uh, if there's a frozen hot dog, would that have been very, that? very Catholic, Catholic school and everything. I didn't like it either, and I can understand why the Catholics made a big deal out of it because they were desecrating our cross, and you know, and that was that was our, you know. I know what it is, yeah. But when you were in the theater and it happened, were people like you know offended? Uh, yeah, yeah. Wow. Yeah. People say, oh my God, you know, and I didn't like it either. I went, oh, you know, the same thing. Oh, wow. You know, it shouldn't happen. 
Right. Wow, why didn't I think of that? That was, <laughs> that was the talk, was about the cross. Okay. Was doing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. All right. Thank you. I I got I got to go you. back to the show now. Ask God. her how her editing skills are because she okay. can replace Christian. Okay. I will talk to you soon. <laughs> yeah. The boys say thank you. You're gonna yes, be like thank you. Show. Okay. That was awesome. Oh, no, really. <laughs> thank you so okay. much. I didn't know that. That's, okay. I, I tell the boys I said thank you too. <laughs> okay. All right. Bye, mom. Love you. Talk bye, to you later. Honey. Love you. Bye-bye. Okay. Bye bye. Wow, mom just rocked it. Yeah. Yeah. I feel I feel like you had that planned. Like she had. Yeah. She no. Had, she was on she speed had an essay. She had. Yeah. Yeah, and you know what? I don't want you to be the only one whose mom stops by. So I called my mom, and she's going to pop up on FaceTime now and, and talk about the movie. And, uh, okay. Hello, Brandon. I'm sorry. Oh, man. God bless you. That was great, for real. That was you awesome. Know, I, there's a whole on. marketing ploy there, because I was not thinking about the marketing uh, again, this show is all about marketing, how we could remarket the crucifix. And then you could have a rosary <laughs> for anal beads. I believe they call that the unholy rosary. Uh, <laughs> I believe Saint they Mary also them- Will do. <laughs> <laughs> How'd you get that sound effect? I'm a Michael Winslow. Oh, boy. Back to him. Motormouth Jones over here. That was oh, awesome. There you go. What? You could have answered the question any better than that. We, I think yes. we you, we just nailed that question better than any question in the history of the show. <laughs> nice. There you go. Topanga, meet my mother. You know what I mean? How about this? See what we hey, do. boy meets girl. <laughs> boy, girl meets girl. Well, anyway. Girl girl. Uh, what was I going to tell you? What was I going to tell you? A Canadian. Okay, okay, listen to that. It's so funny because when you said Michael Winslow, it took me back to something that happened when I was a kid. We were watching Police Academy. I don't think it was part one. It might have been two or three. Either way, it could have been one. There was a scene where Michael Winslow falls down like a flight of stairs outside, okay? And then he sits down, and then he sits up, and he goes, or makes some noise, zoom, and then he falls back, okay? So we were watching that movie on HBO and um, me, my Mike, my Mike, my brother Mike, my, my dad, we were in all in the room. The situation. And, uh, and Mike was a little kid, you know. So he says, Dad, he goes, uh, he, he goes, Dad, why did he do that? And my father answered, because he's a, a comedian, right? But when he said a comedian, my brother thought he said a Canadian. So for years, <laughs> he thought that Canadians acted that way. <laughs> <laughs> Only when we're not. In a choir, singing like jingles for amusement parks. <laughs> you can't go off. I think he went like this. He did something. Somebody find it. He falls down the stairs. He's Canadian. I wonder if he is a Canadian, by the way. That'd be funny if he was both. You know? So, honestly, then, your mom had the brains in the fucking household. <laughs> Jamie's mommy's a mummy. <laughs> yes, indeed. <laughs> okay. Uh, I guess we should get on to this thing. Whew. So there you go. What's next, B? Are you okay? Oh, I'm sorry. I was looking for Michael Winslow videos. <laughs> That's okay. Oh, you want to make sure he's Canadian? No, <laughs> I want to <laughs> A Canadian comedian. I wonder. That should be an award in itself. You know? And the 67th Annual Canadian Comedians Award Show. <laughs> <laughs> Bring out the choir. You're all so funny. When, when Brandon's looking up whatever he's looking up 
Uh, Jason Smith wrote on our Exploding Heads Patreon page, The day is saved. I figured out how to put the Patreon audio on my iPhone podcast app so I can download it and listen in the car. Thank God. What? And then he showed a picture, which looks like Apple Podcasts. It is uh, the audio-only version, so we're have to. Get a, he doesn't explain how he did it, just that the day is saved and then he did it. So we're going to have to ask him how he did that. Unless he downloaded it and then just put it in the Apple Podcast, like uploaded it from his computer, maybe? Maybe. I know you... I know you... <laughs> maybe. <laughs> maybe. Woo! What happened there, Dave? It sounded like Ted Knight. <laughs> well... Well, maybe. maybe. <laughs> Don't sell yourself short, Dave. You're a tremendous slouch. <laughs> oh, boy. I anyway, we will follow up on that because that's pretty cool. We definitely will because there is a download button. But every time I'm out and about and I want, I do want to listen to it, I, I first download. It takes forever to do it. So I just abandon ship and then I just do right off of the fucking the, the Patreon because, it, you know. So maybe if you just press download, I'll do it now. Oh, I'll wait till next show. Yeah, no. <laughs> oh, I did it. it works. Wait a minute. Hold on. Let me see if this works. Christian, I got to play you something. Hold on. Okay. You guys have been busy. Yes. Um, we obviously have been. This is Vinegar Syndrome, people. They were guest starring on Shockwaves. It's just for some, just so I can let you know what's going on here. Talking about their releases, right. talking about what's been released and what's going to come. So I just take that into context. But this is them answering about it. Hold on. We out a lot of titles, uh, and you've seen. Black Friday, the success of last Black Friday with uh, Tammy and the T Rex and Spookies. Everyone yeah. loves Spookies. Yep. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Everyone loves Spookies, and they all agreed. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what a, the only thing I do with vinegar is douche, and it, and, and it, it's pretty. Like what the? F- everybody wants Spookies. Yeah. Fuck them and their company. They are a great company, but no, they fuck. put out the worst movies. Did they put out the Prey too? Or... <laughs> no, that was Arrow. Oh. <laughs> I just got a kick out of almost anything. Guy goes, and you saw what the success we had on Black Friday. Spooky. And the two movies he names, like that other movie, is not that great either, dude. Th- those movies sell out though because they put like in- these crazy slip covers on them. They do great transfers, but but people will buy a polished turd, and that's what's happening with Vinegar Syndrome lately. Let's get this movie they- made. <laughs> Yeah, no shit. <laughs> hey, Vinegar Syndrome, Exploding Heads movie. It's just this show, this actual episode. There will be nothing else. It will just be this episode with a cool slipcover. <laughs> yeah, with us on it, our artwork from there, boom. You Patrons, know don't, sell, don't tell no one anything. And we'll Let's just try add. to sell it and we'll all share the money. <laughs> <laughs> Let's add Duncan McLeish to this podcast. Let's add Duncan to this podcast, okay? It'll be four of us now. And then he knows people at Arrow. So, I mean, maybe there you go. Now we can get an Arrow release. I'm going to talk to Duncan about it. Duncan, two questions. Number one, are you connected with Arrow that maybe you could help get a release? Number two, if the answer is yes, would you join our podcast full time? Because <laughs> <laughs> you never know. Imagine that. We're on Arrow. <laughs> but anyway, I guess we should get on to our next movie. Everybody loves it. Spookies. And they're like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. Everyone no one wants it. to say no to the guys because they're the guests. I'd be like, get the fuck off the show. What was that? Yeah, I was me kicking, but you couldn't see. <laughs> yeah, you're Get like out of here. We got 88 films coming in, you fucks. 
Ho, ho, ho. <laughs> nice. Uh, anyway. Everybody likes spookies. <laughs> everybody loves the prey. Anyway, we'll talk about that later, maybe. I, I was going to yeah, watch it, see, because you did, but let's. We're running short. Oh, yeah, you guys didn't watch it. I said I was going to get my thoughts and feelings on the show, so maybe I'll do that quickly. Because I did uh, promise no. him I would do that. But That's you okay. want to save it until you guys let, watch let, it. Let me stop you there. <laughs> I, I, I asked B. We all love this joke. I asked him. I asked B last night. I said, did you watch The Prey? Because I said, if you are, I'm going to wake up early tomorrow and watch it. Just Didn't so Christian do a cut? Didn't you do an edit of it? I did. I almost I did. watched the C edit. <laughs> yeah, the only downfall is it's based off the the version that's on YouTube. So the yeah, quality is not that great. But I pull, So I downloaded it off of YouTube, edited it my way, and I, I put it up on our drive. I, again, not for copyright infringement. I'm not like, this is not like, whatever. I'm just saying, look, it's on YouTube. I'll never, I was never planning on watching that film ever again. Because of, of, of Scott, a.k.a. Chris, and because of, of Gary's love for the movie, I said, look, I'll give it another shot. I, I watched it. I ended up spending an hour doing my uh, non-fan edit for it. So, hey, I think I put in my time. The movie's Absolutely. still not great. If they did just take out those endless insect shots and wildlife shots that really don't add anything except for filler, the right. movie's a bit better but it still suffers from some really bad editing in certain areas some drawn out sequences of them just walking around for no reason it does have decent looking people men and women they're 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 good looking cast there's a couple of okay kills but just not enough just not enough there uh it's definitely not the one out of ten that i gave it back in 2001 when i was very extremes (laughs) <laughs> it's not an is imploded still, head is what it is? still imploded or no i would say it, it's on the it's high-end imploded or the next high level up. <laughs> oh wait low-end implosion like it's not uh... exploding exploding heads where you get the high-end implosion <laughs> <laughs> that'll be a rating this on the fucking brain. rating system shout factory <laughs> it would sound like a compliment the new the new screen factory release of the of the prey High-end brain implosion or head implosion. <laughs> or brain implosion. It's not as dreadful as that. There was a little bit more enjoyment this time around. I really think they had a, a decent enough score, even if it was stock score. They could have played with that music a little bit more and used that more instead of the heartbeat. Uh, they just they fumbled it in, in too many instances for it to be recommended. Okay, now did you see the text I sent to my friend and put him on the page about the prey? I don't okay. know if I did. As I said several times, you rented this when we were kids, and it's lived in infamy ever since. It's the worst horror movie we ever saw. So I just sent him a picture of this, of the prey, the one that somebody put up on the page. Chris or one of them put up the thing. My response, this is my friend Scott. I've been friends with him for, for fucking 40 years. And okay, Chris. He, 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 just, he just laughs. And then I said, people spend $40 on that. And then he says, we need to watch the first 10 minutes again, LOL. And I said, well, wait a minute. I said, for sure, maybe we'll like it better on Blu-ray. Then he says... Isn't that as far as we made it? So in his memory, we only watched 10 minutes of the movie, and it was so bad, we pulled the plug. But anyway, I said, no, remember the end? The baby was crying for no reason from a a cave. Then he says, oh, yeah, that's right, the wildlife scenes, LOL. Then I showed him the box cover, which he picked the movie out because of that, okay? Yeah. It's not human, and it's got an accent. Ridiculous cover. So now this is what he says. He says, classic, LOL. I don't think I picked another movie after that. (laughs) And I said, yeah, you got blackballed. And that's true. I told Scott, 
I said, that's it. Not a lot of pick movies anymore. <laughs> it was that bad to us that I told him you can no longer pick movies when we go to the video store. <laughs> oh, fuck. I, I just got a friend request from Stu Watson. Yay! Nice. Right. Yeah. I, did, I, declined, I declined it, of course, but, but I got one. Hey, hey, hold on now. Stu Watson is the new Watson. You got to get him involved here. For, oh, no, know? he's my friend now. He's my favorite Watson. He's the new Watson, yeah. Well, he's a patron. I like him more than Little Watt. <laughs> Poor Little Watt. I love Little Watt. Me too. Yeah, he's the only great. one with any sense in that household. <laughs> anyway, I'll, I'll watch The Prey. I'll watch The Prey because I have it on blue. And I'll, uh, I'll talk about it maybe next show. I'll get around to it, though. Why the hell not? Maybe I'm missing out on something. Uh, C no, would say no, but... You're not missing... There's not much you're missing. You're going to watch the fan cut, or the, the non-fan cut, because yeah, it takes out all that shit. Well, then give the me the blue. Kid. Rip the blue for me, and I'll do a non-fan cut of that. And if that's blasphemy... Me no, I'll, I'll cut it. Just give me the copy. It may, oh, you you don't know how to rip how it? To make, it, make a copy, right? Well, I'm not gonna. I, I'm not going to tell people how to copyright and fringe. That's not my intention. <laughs> well, we'll do it. We'll do it when we sign off. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Let's take this off there. We'll fix it in post. <laughs> I'll do it with Bill Cosby. Shall we? We'll do it. We'll do it live. <laughs> Bill Cosby <laughs> himself too. All right, in the in, in the Himself. words of C, in prison. can we move this fucker along? <laughs> can we move Sorry. this fucker Sorry, along? Brandon. He's right. We gotta we gotta get onto some member berries. I'm really curious about Brandon's response to this movie. So okay, yeah, the next film up will be The Void from 2016, directed and written by Jeremy Gillespie and Stephen Kostansky. Shortly after delivering a patient to a to an understaffed hospital, a police officer experiences strange and violent occurrences seemingly linked to a group of mysterious hooded figures. Yeah, I was not a fan of this the first time. I think I was... <laughs> I had the, the screen on. I turned it back on sees like six and a half miles away from his mic. He was in the void. <laughs> Can you go back there? I'd like to push you right through there. <laughs> Surrender to the void. <laughs> I love that guy. Nice. Yeah, not a fan of this movie the first time I saw it. Probably six out of ten. You know, special effects were awesome, but not a huge fan of the fact that I couldn't really make sense of everything. You know, it being, you know, very Lovecraftian, cosmic type horror. And then Venom said to me the other day, he's like, you're not supposed to understand cosmic horror. That's the whole point of cosmic horror. And you know what? It stuck with me. I watched it this time and I had a much more pleasant experience. Nice. Well, I remember you weren't really low on it dave but you also this is where the whole member berries member because you you i think the comparison was the <laughs> from beyond one. which really only plays into the the last act really sure uh yes, but that was the, where the whole member berries thing came from so you were a little lower on it but then you came up by the on the dave c second watch for the year-end show so remember when they did this in hellraiser remember when they did this in that other movie <laughs> <laughs> and, and I liked it out of the gate, but I, but I'm also very cool with nonsensical shit. <laughs> I don't think it's nonsensical. Well, that, it's basically your podcasting philosophy. Yeah, you know, that's exactly it. <laughs> I, it's not that it's nonsensical, but that th things that are a little bit more like strange or not explainable in the sense of like a traditional thing or, or trying to find meaning or, or knowing everything that's going on in each scene. Like, the I like being thrown into the movie the way we're thrown into it, how it ends up becoming sort of um what is it called like when when like when you're like almost like the thing where, where we're in one location one locale 
Isolated. Um, isolated horror. Thank you. Contained horror. Contained. Contained. That's JP's at. favorite term. Yep. Yeah. Contained. Yeah. Horror. I like that in the hospital. I like how they do it, and uh, the cast of characters are great. The gore is phenomenal, and when when all said and done. The imagery. The, the imagery is actually yeah, disturbing. I really enjoyed it. Very dark. Very <laughs> dark. The shots, the yeah. long shots with the you feel the with the score and like the feel of impending fucking danger coming. The way it's yeah. shot. Oh, yeah, man. that guitar score at the opening was awesome too. Yes, and, and when yeah. those clan members like or when they just sort of attack. Cult members, sorry, clan members. He's thinking of his hate for Jews all of a sudden. He's like, those fucking clan members. Don't say you're going to get kicked out, man. Watch out. <laughs> Off her own show? <laughs> I better not say. Anyway. <laughs> this is so, going to make a joke. I'm not going <laughs> to. Yeah, I know what it was. But the cult members, when they attack, they just... It, it's scary. And that's some a lot of things that a lot of movies seem to fail to do. There's a lot of horror movies that forget that they're horror films and but and, you're right though terrific characters though in here is our our lead character um uh ben is it ben ben bummer it's a real ben, ben bummer. is it ben is ben ben's the cop right the cop yeah. is daniel dan <laughs> ben. Ben. i said yep too like i was yeah, like ben dan, yeah <laughs> dan dan and uh allison you know their backstory losing a child together you know there's 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 depth there the relationship with the doctor and it's just it's a good cast of characters it really is and then even the two the two guys who show up the father and son that's vincent and simon who show up you think like oh well they're no good because you get that opening scene where they freaking shoot that woman and set her on fire you're like <laughs> what's going to go on with them but then you learn about them and you know once they go into the void once they sort of get drawn into it it's got some really creepy stuff going on Ooh, boy. the second half of this movie I love so every time I watch it, I love it more. I've seen this movie four or five times now, and I just keep coming up. And but it, it's it's really for me. I love the second half so much that I can't wait to get there when the first half is there. Not That's, that not that anything's wrong yeah. with the first half, but I'm just like, oh, I can't wait. It's, to see it's this. great. It's great setup before yeah. it turns into that just nightmarish, just fever dream, which I normally don't like. But this time, I, I got to say, like I came up on it too. It's funny that you and I. It, uh, they keep coming up on it while Christian can't stop going down. Hey! Well, it is Canadian after all. Wait, let me uh, <laughs> let me let me do a little effect here. That has nothing to do with it. That's just the ad- sort of like the icing on the cake. No, I dig it. Can you please not dance. <laughs> <laughs> Look at me. I'm in Delaware. Wait, let me I love that my joke. Background. Fucking love that joke. Oh. Wayne's World. Wayne's World. Uh, yeah. Look at my notes here. There's a lot to like about this movie. There is a lot to like. The practical effects uh, are fucking phenomenal. We haven't seen the the use of practical effects this way for like a long duration in a movie in a long time like they do here. This is like something from the 80s. I want to say it's set in the 80s, except there are a few things that are contradictory to that. But the cop car looks like a cop car from the 80s. All that stuff does. But the computer stuff. Only because of that one line, and I can't stand when they do that, but it's when they're talking about moving hospitals, which, by the way, is another big plus. Finally, fucking finally, we get a good reason why a hospital is empty because they're moving to a new one. This one's closing. So, of course, it's going to be you know a skeleton crew, bare bones fucking hospital with nobody in it. There you go. You got to bring up the skeleton crew. <laughs> <laughs> it couldn't be a sh- What about the banana lasers going on in there? I already <laughs> mentioned that earlier. What do you mean? Yeah. <laughs> But I mean the practical effects. Is there a white C plug coming? 
<laughs> I talk Watsi, about this Watsi on Watsi butt plug. <laughs> <laughs> Is it dishwasher safe? <laughs> it's Brandon's mouth safe. How's that? That's the dishwasher. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't even know what I was saying. The musical score is fucking. It's yeah. great, and it never really gets bombastic. Sometimes it does, but the score itself fits the movie like this. There's when it does get bombastic, so that's when they call me Mr. Bombast. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> and as far as those guys being father and son, I don't find that out until fucking close to the end of the movie when they when they show the house and and the picture. You're like, oh, this is what's going on. I I never knew that. I to never me, that knew that a... either. And I saw the yeah. whole movie once, and I didn't realize it this time until the end when you see the yeah. picture. But, and then uh, you're like, well, what happened here? Was yeah. this guy's wife involved with the cult? Is that what happened here? Is that why there's so much anger b- between the father and the son? When he says, you let this happen, I was away, and there's no baby now, and, and there's no mother? I'm thinking that somehow the mother maybe got involved with the cult. That is the – and as far as all that talk, there, the, that is my only – and it's not a negative. It's a wish. I wish that we had more on the formation of the cult. Yeah. yeah. A little more – on how it came to be. You're not alone. I think that's the number one critic. Not of just that, just a little bit more in general of the story that it almost leaves a little too much unanswered. Only that though. And I don't, that's fine. We we've seen that in other movies. It would have been nice for this movie because we like these characters for the most part. We get, we get what we need. We get just enough about them. And it's like I was saying before, I, I, I went off on this one thought after another, but it was that one scene because they were moving hospitals, and it was between the other woman and then the young girl, Kim, when she uh-huh. was saying, oh, Kim, Mahalo. Uh, yeah, <laughs> so, Kim. Um, um, the thing about when she says, file the stuff in the cabinets and do this, is, and she goes, well, that's what computers are for. So she makes a statement that, what, that a modern-day you know, younger person would say to an older person, saying, you don't need all, that, all those files. That's old school, she says. You know, this felt it like a 90s. To- this felt like it could have been the 90s. Like the early age of computers, maybe. I suppose. Because there, no, there were no cell phones. There was no cell phones. Were they trying to make calls at no, any No, the point? radios, the radio was really old school. It looked more 80s without it being said it was the 80s. <laughs> right. Which they I never, They never time stamp it, which I think is great. They, well, they had just... computers in the 80s that of could probably store files. So, so, yeah, so that's fine. 80s, 90s, pre-cell phone, pre technology age maybe maybe it works then maybe it does work they don't come out and i love when they don't come out and say it and they don't say this is the 1980s hey we're listening to bananarama on the fucking cop car and we're doing this and this guy's over here playing with a rubik's cube while he's waiting for his daughter to get in the hospital i mean you see that in movies too much where it's fucking shoved right down your throat i like when they do it like this okay we're speculating is this the 80s or the 90s i don't know but it's not modern times it doesn't seem it and that that adds to it because it's like one of those movies where people are in danger and there's not a whole hell of a lot they can do because of, you know, they don't have cell phones and there's certain things they don't have conveniences. So it works. I right? like the fact that they have a lot of like static and light flickers and interference throughout the whole movie building up to, you know, the arrival, basically the opening of the void oh. and stuff like that. And Beth Beverly, the first one, first woman who's killed, who's shot after she stabs that guy in the eyes with the scalpel. Right. Oh, uh, my God. That's a great oh. kill. And then she just transforms. It's like, it's like the thing. I immediately started yep. thinking the thing. It's it's all memory berries. I mean, you got Doctor sure. Chenard, you got Doctor Chenard from Hellraiser in this, and you got the uh, turns got into skinless thing. Frank. He's, yeah, he <laughs> turns into skinless Frank. It's a, well, they, so it, they again when they came out, they like a mashup of the thing meets uh, uh, Hellraiser two and uh, from beyond. 
I think it was nothing wrong with that though, because you're talking about three great movies. So there's nothing wrong with drawing from from... drawing from it. Doesn't rip them off. It draws. No, not at all. That's the difference, right? That like it's its own thing. By by far, it's its own thing. The one scene bothered me more than anything the first time because it was the exact scene from Hellraiser with when the guy's running. When she's running into the hospital and the guy's coming behind her into the wall and then the walls close, it's almost the exact same thing. And that's that's what I remember bothering me, saying, oh, my God, that's exactly Hellraiser. Now I look at it and I say, you know what? They love Hellraiser and they're throwing it in there because I love it. they're paying I, homage. I love it doesn't it bother me now. It's his last attempt to get out of this of this nightmarish void because uh, at that point, Dan has tackled the uh, tackled Dr. Powell into the uh, abyss. So he's tackled him. The, the the void is closing up and he's got to get out or else he's going to be crushed to death. Uh, it's great. And everything leading up to the void when, when, when Daniel passes out and he sees it before. And again, those shots where you see those triangles and you know something's coming yeah. in the future and they have like a quick little flash of something that we're going to come in. So yeah. they, at least they give you those teases saying yeah, pal, something pal big is coming. Pal teases to him like, you know, you saw something when you went to sleep. Right. And it's the same face that Maggie, the pregnant girl, kind of makes when she uh, gets given, gets given, gets given, when you got given, when uh, <laughs> when when Kim shoots her up with drugs because she's bleeding. She shoots her up with the drugs to kind of put her out, take away the pain. And right as she's closing her eyes, she kind of like smiles as if she's seeing something like we obviously don't know her intentions at this point for that right. character. But she's also going to sleep and getting this vision of uh, of something grandiose. Man. Well, and we haven't even like we haven't we talked about how we were introduced to the first couple characters, and then we're introduced to the main person, not Ben Daniel, right? We said his name was <laughs> Daniel, not Daniel, ben. right? Ben Ova. You know who that Sorry. is, right? Daniel, the actor. I didn't look him up on IMDb, but I know as soon as you say the movie because he did look familiar. Shoot it to me. It's Aaron Poole. It's fucking Jesse from Breaking Bad. Oh, that's why. That's My wife is. loves that show. Oh. I never you watched. You never watched Breaking Bad? Oh, yeah. buddy, get on it. Holy cow. Okay, Everybody anyway. says that. I just don't do TV, man. I just, I'm not a TV fan. That's fair. I'm watching Haunting of Hill House now, finally, and fucking loving it. Saying, wow, I should have watched this sooner. But anyway. Yeah, there's tons of great shows out there. I just can't, I, I, I can't find the I time to watch them. I can't uh, find most. I, I know. I, I hear you. So that's it. And then, so uh, I'd just rather watch a movie. But like we. Wait, wait, really, no. I don't think he's Breaking Bad, that guy. Yeah, it is. It's fucking Jesse. Yeah, that's him. It's Jesse from Breaking Bad. Yes, it is. It's Jesse. Aaron Poole. That's Aaron Paul. Oh, wait a minute. Are you serious? Yeah. No, that's, I... it's a close name. Aaron Paul is Jesse. Aaron Poole, this guy's a different guy. Holy shit. Are you serious? Yeah. So the this void... guy was from Good Times. Sorry. Good times. <laughs> I was just like Breaking from, Bad. He was, cool, cool, he was from Cooley High. <laughs> 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 I like that lamp. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. It is Aaron Baum. This is Aaron Bull. Holy fuck. So the cult, the, the clan Sorry. members, the cult members have the giant triangle, the black triangle as their sort of symbol. Again, I guess to quite uh, directly reference a void or I, 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 I don't know if there's anything else you guys take from it, but ultimately the triangle shapes are, prevalent when they're in the void later. there are no right angles there and when nothing's right in a shape it becomes really dark and sinister okay what, what's All it right, called no, I'm, kidding. I'm kidding what's I'm it kidding. called in the shape uh if it's uh 
No right angles. It's uh, they're wrong angles. No, it. Isosceles. This is literally grade three math because my son's studying it right now. Acute. 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 Acute is when the angle is less than obtuse. Obtuse. No, that's when it's greater than ninety degrees, and acute is when it's less than ninety degrees. But the shape itself, when it's not isosceles. Part of the parts of an isosceles triangle equal to the other side. You know what I'm What's talking crazy about? is I'm a math teacher and I should know this. I literally am. <laughs> we better not spend too much time on this, on triangle. Anyway, but the triangle <laughs> itself, the the triangle, like they have the imagery of the triangle in the void, uh, multiple times in, in multiple triangles. But ultimately, too, I I took it like a, a direct Bermuda Triangle. We talked about it in Triangle when we, we did that film, like a black viscous void, like uh, just of evil, and then. Like we talked about the character, like when we were introduced to Daniel, he's just sitting in his car, doing nothing, right. really doing chilling. nothing. Small he's town, chilling. He's he's kind of like bored. Uh, there's obviously we we've talked about already. There's a void in the relationship and their life that him and his his girlfriend had as well. Man, wow. he's deep diving here. The Ooh, void man. in the relationships. So nice. created now the pregnant girl that arrives. So I was trying to focus on this a little bit more so uh this time as well but there's obviously a reason why she's there is it supposed to be for another sacrifice that's that's something that confuses me because obviously we know who the father is and it does make sense watching back this time there is a scene where she's in trouble and he says there's no need to include her in this he says so he's protecting her so going back with the knowledge of who she is and who the father is you see that that's kind of cool but I'm like, what was the end game? Because if he was planning just to use, uh, what's her name? Um, the other lead, the female, uh, Daniel okay. and, um, Allison. what's her name? Maggie? Allison? Sorry. Okay. Maggie, Maggie's the pregnant one. Yeah. Okay. If he was planning to use Allison in that role because she lost her child, wants to be a mother, and he wants to get his daughter back, and he wants her rebirth, so to speak, what would the? Why is there an inclusion of Maggie? Is that a backup plan, possibly? No, I think Maggie was always the vessel for his uh, his ultimate endgame in terms. She of was his daughter. the vessel at the very end. She was the vessel. So then, how does Allison figure into this? I think he's just being nice at that point. I think he's just being. He, he's not, he's yeah, being because nice he, he's kind of he's kind of yelling at the guy. There's no need to involve her. You're like like he cares for Allison. He cares for Allison and Daniel. It wasn't he's, Allison. He was protecting. It was Maggie. He was protecting. I friend. know, but but when you're talking about the scene where he's protecting Allison from the crazy meth guy. No, he was protecting Maggie from the crazy meth guy, and he said there's no need to involve her. She somehow got involved with it. It was her. It wasn't. It wasn't Allison. It was Maggie. I thought it was Allison. Maybe I'm wrong. Either way, I don't it, know. Maybe I'm wrong. But what's what's the question then? The question was if he already had Allison there and he was going to say, you want to be a mother so badly and he's going to put her on that table and have all these freaking things coming out of her is that she's involved in some rebirthing thing. Why was she involved in a rebirth? And then he also had Maggie who was carrying child. What was- Maggie Maggie was the vessel for the birth, rebirth of his daughter. Then what's when Allison? Allison is just re- giving birth again to a, a creature, just becoming a mother again in terms of, you know, be being this new uh this new species that they've created or whatever this this new form that they are maybe she needed to be a sacrifice and maybe he needed daniel to come there and he experienced loss she experienced loss and so did the doctor himself and that's what it's all about in other words with the void the void of all three of their lives because they're all dealing with loss of a child so yeah. maybe he needed daniel to act behave a certain way and he predicted that he would 
And I, I don't know. I, think... I, I never thought that he needed them. I just thought his whole, twi- his whole twisted mentality of everyone's going to be reborn into this, you know, this this void and this this new way of being, this new creation, and they're going to be happy and they're not going to experience any of the pain. That's why he reached out to them. Plus, it, you know, he evidently had a long relationship with with all of them. Right. But but ultimately, it fails anyway. Because even though Allison, you know, basically, I don't even know if it's. Uh, you know, what it's supposed to symbolize. I mean, yeah, she gives birth to this new creature. Is she giving birth to the new form of herself? Because that's I sort of... I, I don't know. Because, I mean, Daniel kills her anyway to free her from uh, from that. But then she's back together again at the end. Exactly. That's the only thing. That, see, and that's the thing. And that's why Venom's comment to me helped me out because that would drive me crazy. Well, if he killed her there, she's free from this new form of, like, uh, being one of these creatures. But she's stuck in the void now with him why is she stuck in the void when i don't when know when her spirit be free to just ascend to somewhere better than where where he is i can understand why he should have been there alone yeah but he got pushed in and the doctor did something to her to enable her there i don't know maybe it's all i don't know we can go we can go in circles trying to figure out the i still why. like it and i love okay. the imagery of the end i like i like oh, that that, that awesome. brings it, them, it, like the terror of that area is what brings them back together that the terror of that era, era terror in the of era. of the oh. the void, like that's when they the, the last image of them embracing again or, or holding hands, uh, it, it kind of brings a, them together. Yeah. Yeah, it's Which like is, they'll be okay even though they're trapped in this in this horrible void. They're at least they're together. And, well, they have uh, to face it, whatever it is. Yeah, I, it felt I almost read... like the beyond, like the ending yeah. of the beyond. That's what right? I was going to say. Always the beyond. It reminded me of. Yep. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah. A lot of member berries, you're right, but these are really good member berries. I felt that if their eyes went crazy at the end and the music started to kick in from the beyond, that would have been like, what the fuck? Well, but <laughs> I mean, that's a nightmarish world. I mean, I don't think they're going to be okay, but I think that just draws them together. But they're together. They're together. They're together. Yeah. You know, it's like that. It's sort of like the ending of the invitation when they join hands. It's like chaos is has broken out, but, yes. but we're together at least. Yeah. Oh, Imagine waking up. That, that's the, the freaky stuff we're talking about a couple episodes ago, like or even longer about driving a, and then just seeing some sort of mass structure in the distance and how freaky that would be. I think it's when we were talking about VHS, the trilogy. This is freaky. Imagine being in that world and you're Ooh. seeing that in the sky. Like, I would just shit my pants. May, I mean, maybe a sequel where Daniel uh, and Allison fight the, uh, the creatures uh, of the void. And come back to the world. Or did they just shit I... their pants for two hours? <laughs> <laughs> I'm happy with that ending. It's you just, perfect. You just broke my glasses and shit my pants. <laughs> <laughs> you realize a guy even says, get these off me. In, in, in this movie, there's a line. Just like Hellraiser 2. Yeah. Same fucking thing. Get them off of me. You know? But, dude, all those scenes, bottom line is is all of the, the, the practical effects and the scenes with – when they're when they're axing them and they're fucking turning them apart and they cut the guy's head off and they're being ingested by those other things like the thing style and the other thing is just like the thing instead of a dog barking it's a guy yelling from from that hospital room because when he gets ingested all that shit and the way it looks I'm not gonna sit here and tell you that it's Rob Bottin quality but it's still pretty pretty friggin' great looking practicals here just the, the creatures they make and when they get in the basement all those freaking things that he had to scrap that were you know i made some mistakes the doctor says and everything else the way that works out and that one thing trying to kill itself over and over again with his head going through the yeah. pipe 
And when yeah. they blast the one's head off and it's it's a hole in its head. Oh, dude. And that was cool because that gave background to why the hospital was closing. There was a fire in the hospital and they weren't yeah. going to rebuild. And it was these uh, these discarded creatures that caused the fire. Really, really well done in this secret room in the basement that is basically like a portal to this uh, to the entrance to the void. And it's uh, really well done. I don't know um, why I didn't enjoy this the first time around, but I, I came up big time on it this time. I, I'm big time like this would easily have made my top 100 this time where it probably wouldn't have made my top 200 like a week ago wow that i didn't even realize oh. that you it didn't even make your list no i gave it a, like a no. six out of ten six and you a half like out of it. ten i really did not care for it. i mean I, I i rewarded it for its special effects and everything and it's well acted but i had no enjoyment from it this time around i'm like this is a really good movie i was way off on this again one. and I, I hate giving you the credit dave but it's that dave Z <laughs> second watch. I, I mean, it really is. It really boils down to it. I mean, I've I it very rarely ruins a movie for me, <laughs> and right. it usually makes a movie go up. Save for Bone Tomahawk, and I didn't go down, but it just didn't change. The Void was my number twenty six of the decade. Wow, nice. Yeah, I, I don't know where it was for me, but all I know is. Every time I watch it, I like it more. This is a movie that I, again, my buddy Scott that I was telling, talking about before that I've known since we've been watching horror movies <laughs> since we were kids. When I when when I hang out with Scott and my brother Mike, this is the movie I put on because I knew that it would be something that they would enjoy. A newer movie that they hadn't seen. It's a, it's a kind of a movie that you don't see anymore that you saw in the 80s. It's, I'm not going to call it a popcorn movie because it's very serious, but it, but it's almost both, and you don't see that anymore. Back in the day, you would see a serious movie dealing with serious shit like this, and it would be fun. Nowadays, when you, when you, when you, when you see a serious movie, it's more artsy, and it's more, you know what I mean? It's like an A24, or it's over-artistic, and uh, we love them, most of those movies. But this is a movie that's, very, that's a, a serious-toned movie, but it's also fun in that yes, way it's like a yes. popcorn flick there's not a lot of in in these this day and age you don't, there's not many movies that are that are like this it's it's a it's a gem in in that way did you watch this on prime i watched it on shutter okay because i watched it on prime and i always keep the subtitles on and there's one scene where somebody says come and bless my baby and i swear i wrote it down because i was laughing out loud the subtitles Read Calvin, bless my baby. I saw that. It was what's her name? It was the yes. I, I had subtitles too on Shutter, and it said the exact same. It said Calvin, thing. and were you like, who the fuck is Calvin? I knew that they meant. I knew what they meant. Come and bless my baby. I, it took, I, me, I it took it me like thirty seconds to be like, who's Calvin? <laughs> I mean, I, I thought Daniel was Ben, so I'm like, who's Calvin? He's Leviathan. He's the guy in the next dimension. He goes by the name of Calvin in this movie. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, you know what scene was great? And it, it had uh, uh, the scene where he kills Maggie, but the way they show it um, as like just a shadow of him through the door and you hear the heartbeat. A lot of heartbeats being used lately in the movies. Almost as much as Dr. Sleep. Right. Yeah, the but, they, but they use the heartbeat in this <laughs> and the they're pray. showing it from the other side of the door. They're showing it from the other side of the door. It's yeah. all silent. You just see the – it's really heartbreaking. Oh, yes. Man. Oh, yeah. You just see the axe going up and down. Yeah. And yeah. it's going through that doctor type door where it's kind of yeah. like, you can't yeah, see like that, that like glass that the doctor Dude, doors have. Yeah. I love sh I love shots like that. Yeah, oh, really yes. well done. Yes. See, you're kind of quiet. I thought you were going to be blowing this movie the most. I think <laughs> I think I did the last time we talked about it. No, it's fine. I, I love hearing you that both of you guys came up on it, to be honest. Yeah. 
I was looking, I was trying to find out details of the budget because I remember hearing this was one of those campaign movies, but the problem with it is only a portion of it was was done through the campaign. So like $82,000 was raised for the special effects so they didn't have to go CG. Uh, but a lot he of people couldn't. have confused that with the actual budget of the film, which it was higher than that. But wow. Is 82000 though enough for, for those kind of effects? I mean, I don't know. I don't know because those effects are pretty amazing. Like I got to yeah. imagine like... Like even that's impressive for eighty two thousand because eighty two thousand doesn't seem like a lot of money for and there was a lot of special effects in this movie. Well, yeah, they were there were for sure, and that's where Boy. the movie shines. I think oh, it, yeah. is the fact that it, it is giving us old school gore in that regard as well. And again, I don't, sh- I only shit on CG when I think it's done crappy, or right. or when I think it's unnecessary. Um, yeah. But f- for the most part, like everything here. Like the member berries thing rings true because it's it's very eighties, but very eighties uncut. It's the stuff that you were hoping you were going to see, but then usually they would censor it for the version yeah. that you would see. And now yeah. we're seeing it play out, and so it's really cool in that regard as well. But I love that again that contained horror. Uh, there's when it's done well, uh, and as this movie is, these are the ones that shine. And that's why I really want to give Splinter another watch because I always rave about that. But it's been a long time. I've seen that twice, but it's been a long time since I've watched that film. Splinter that's in the convenience one. store? Splinter, yeah. yeah. That's, that's a, a good, good movie. Yeah. yeah. Well, I know. I've always raved level, about it. But yeah. It's not so, – this is this is a, a, a better movie for sure. But Splinter's a good one. This movie – and it's a 24-hour tale. I love movies that, yeah. that take place over like a 24-hour period. This is I the agree. way it is. And, and then at the end – the world is a different place. Well, maybe not necessarily here. Oh, in some people's worlds are never going to be the same. I mean, you get a couple survivors at the end. Imagine going through all that, you know, but I mean, holy fuck. So what does the cult get out of this? What does the cult get out of? Well, he's using the cult to his advantage because he has obviously some powers gaining the knowledge that he's gained. And I I love that one line where he says, you know, you'll be amazed at at the things you find when you go looking and things like that. You know, great line. Just a real. Yeah, just a real basic thing. Yeah, he he says, I defy God. I refuse to let death be the end. He says some really creepy shit in this. Yes. I think that he is able to give the. Well, first of all, he's got people strung out on drugs. I think he's having like sex and drug things going on. Oh, yeah. Well, you see the pictures that are on his desk. And then, you know, James talks about the parties where they were having orgies and doing drugs. He's basically like changing them and showing them this sort of like nightmarish fever dream world where they can all live and be happy and never feel pain again. It's cosmic. Yeah. Yeah. Be strong, <laughs> and he needs guards. Honestly, to, 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 if you really want to get down to it, at the end of the movie, when he's doing what you got to do at the hospital, he needs the place surrounded by guards. So where's he going to get all these guards from? He needs cult members. He needs he needs a, a, a oh. crew working for him. Yeah, no, you know? I, I, I just it's, it just if I was the part of the cult, I'd be like, man, this fucking gig sucks. By the end of the night, <laughs> you know, but I, he thinks they're going. He's promising them exactly. Maybe showing I know. them. We're going into the further realms and look at some of the things I've created, and I don't know exactly what it is. But again, that's what I'm saying. It would have been nice. I, 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 the movie doesn't hurt for it not being there, but the movie could also be helped if there was a little more of it there. It could be, you know, if I'm going number rating, it could be even higher with a yeah. little, just a little more of that. Seven minutes, you know what I mean? Just a little bit more of that. It, seven, it's okay. seven minutes of what? I'm sorry. 
uh, of the formation of the cult and, and things yeah. like that, and wh- what he's doing to them to, to get them to do his bidding, things like that. Yeah, because it's a it's a relatively gonna... short film. I think that this runs under an hour and a half, minus the credits. It's under an hour and a half. So in actual in, an extra fifteen minutes, few minutes to the cult, and a few minutes to Simon and James, only because you talked about, you know, was the mother and the baby connected somehow to the cult, or was it just a simple case of, you know, the father's away, you know, and um, and something happens to the mother and baby, and the older son is not around to protect them when he should have been. You know, is it completely right. separate? So we don't really know, because the way he's drawn into, like, that nightmare world at the end where he sees, like, it starts to see his world and James is drawn in and kind of rescues him from it, you know, before he, before they, before he dies. Uh, I, I don't know what the extent is. I always just assumed like, Oh, um, something happened to the wife and the kid and, you know, it just changed him as a person and the cult is a completely separate thing, but and, I don't know. Maybe and it I is feel gonna, like you could pull things out of this by watching it more. I think you could draw yeah. more from it. And which is always a great sign of a movie where, you know, after the fifth view, you're like, oh, I, I got a little bit more out of it. So I always respect films like that as well. The The reality would be the, oh, my God, I totally went blank there. I've done that. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> well, Uh-oh. no, because, like, I, I was high on it before, but uh, I know, sorry, this is what it was because it was, I didn't want to interrupt Brandon. It's just that this is a perfect example of a, of a movie that has substance that has the memberberry aspect that pays homage to like all these films that a lot of us love uh, from back in the day that delivers on the gore that has decent acting and production value, great lighting as well and effects. So overall, this movie makes me feel good watching it. I love watching it and the experience. So I'm actually more forgiving. And I've said this before, this is where my version of the feels come into play. If I steal from Jamie again, where it's the feeling the movie has given me. I can forego over explanation of a story or even fully understanding it upon initial or, or uh, subsequent views. Even if I have to watch it four more times to fully embrace it or, or, or learn about it, I'm okay with it. That's why I was shocked, Brandon, that you didn't really get that the first time you watched it. Because I think it's got I, enough know, of that yeah. to, to, to make you want to come back. It's weird, though, because all those things you pointed out are all things I love about movies when it has so much substance to it. And um, I, I don't know. Maybe it, sometimes you just have a bad experience watching a movie because this has everything that I love about films. <laughs> this damn thing. No, and, and again, mind. maybe some people don't think it has a ton of substance. I think it, it does. I think I, it does. I think, yeah. And you could, you could draw from it and, and they give you just a little bit, a taste of it. And it's not spoon fed to you, which is fine. It's not artsy done. It's not done like Neon Demon style or anything else. Yeah. It, it, it's kind of done more visceral. But I think that uh, it works in, it, in its favor. And I think yeah. that I'm shocked that um, I don't I would say this is underrated, but it ended up being 28 on our overall list of the decade. And I thought that and I thought that yeah. was crazy. And I'm telling you this right now. What year was this? 2016, 2017 when it came out? Whatever year it was that it was eligible for top 10 list, this probably would make my top 10 now. That's how much I've come up on it. You made mine. Like I made like a huge, like from probably my most disappointing of that year to a a top 10. Like that's how much I enjoyed it this time and and look forward to to watching it more. You know, a a random thought, random thought. The girl they killed in the beginning, the the, the father and the son, as we find out later, the father. Maybe that's the wife. I don't remember what she looks like, 
But maybe they went to that house to rescue them, and then she was acting so bots and everything else happened, and she ran out, and they started killing people. Maybe the one they killed and set on fire was actually his mother slash his wife, both of them. You know what I mean? Maybe that's the I, – I don't know. I have to look at their picture again because she's in the picture. They focus yeah. on it, and then go – that would be kind of cool if it Did was. They gave her cool? I just don't think so because why would James be there? I, I still feel like that was a meth house, which was like a front for uh... – didn't they both go there just to just to execute people? Yeah, but James right. escapes from there. The meth head. He's doing. Dry. He's part of the cult. But he yeah. Oh yeah, that's it. He's just another guy there. He gets out. They want to kill everybody, but wouldn't it be something if that was their wife? Because it seemed like they really had like um, it was a little more than just killing a person. The way one of them acted right after it was over with. But the way he handed him the uh, the jug he, of gasoline. He didn't want to do it. Remember. He said he remember he, he there was hesitation in killing him. I could be wrong. Maybe I'm just make trying to make a uh, this movie. No, even cool. it's a it's a cool theory. Know. It's a cool theory. I just think he didn't. You know, it's tough to probably set a young woman on fire, but I, true. For my, for I, my I, experience, I, it is a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> I had to well, go wait, back. And if that if um if that's Trish Renoni or whatever. Trish Renoni. Renone. She Stephanie's is she, her, her title is the mother. Oh shit, motherfucker! That'd be some shit. This is the, this really is the cool. actress. I'll I'll forward it over to you guys. I don't remember what she looked like at all, so that's not gonna oh. help me. I'd have to watch that opening scene no, and then I'm see the I'm picture in the thing. Is there anything that says uh, "woman set on mother. fire"? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> woman set on fire. Yeah, I see her, I, I, but I don't remember if that's the woman from the picture or the woman from the beginning or both. I, I don't know. I just thought it was a cool thing. It just literally, literally popped into my head right now. Uh, see, it says cult member at the bottom, Janine Davies. Oh, and, well, then maybe not. I, I don't know. I mean, I, I, I love the theory. I actually kind of wish it, cool. is, it is a thing now, but uh, yeah. either way, you know, yeah. it's still, uh, yes. still great for a movie to just – get off to a bang like that. It's like, okay, I, we're just going to set a young woman on fire instantly. I think I figured something out. I think that the doctor needed some type of sacrifices, and that's why he chose Maggie and Dan, because he was like, these are people that have suffered a lot. I think he needed them to do some of the things he was supposed to do to finally bring the the triangle to where it was supposed to be and do what he, he was like, because he prayed on them. He's like, do you want to save, have you ever wanted to save someone beyond saving? He knows that they both lost a child. Maybe he can talk them into, hey, you know, you've suffered grief. I'm going to take you to another place where you're not going to have grief anymore or yeah. something like that. Maybe he needed them as either, I don't know entry to the void or um some type of sacrifice but they had to be someone that dealt with loss because who knows everybody else that that he's messing around with are just kind of people that are junkies and you know people that are that he's lured in with like sex and drugs where these people are people that he knows knows are good people and they've suffered a, a great loss in their life same as his yeah I so felt maybe like he was it ties recruiting in. them I felt like and there's three of them. them i felt like three he was recruiting them. them yeah the three right. did, the you, did you feel like he was recruiting them. He was recruiting them to be members of the cult, not not sacrifices. I don't believe they were sacrifices. They suffered the exact same thing. I can't I can't get on board with that because she didn't sacrifice herself, Allison. She gave in to him and transformed. But that's but to him it was a sacrifice for him. He no, the, sac the sacrifice is Maggie giving up her body for the rebirth of the daughter. She's she's basically did. joining him. So it's really more of, uh, I, you know, I, I welcome you with open arms. I'm now a part of this. 
So now I come to you <laughs> with a <laughs> Nothing like a little journey. To, uh, right? Why can't these places ever be more inviting? I mean, this void is like right out of the uh, the netherworld from the Event Horizon. <laughs> these places, why can't they go to a place that it's like people dancing in the streets? Because there's a are... catch to it. There's no easy way out. That's why they're going to go. There's no easy way out. Everything just but leads no, I mean... to another song of the show. <laughs> <laughs> but think about it. They they are alluring somebody in. Ultimately, anything that's like this is going to be evil. You want to think it's going to give you salvation, but there's no easy way out. There's no fucking, you're not going to do this, this, and this, and be in a cult and sacrifice human beings and go somewhere great. You know what I mean? So he's going somewhere, and he's probably going to be misled, or he's going to be turned into Dr. Chenard when he gets there, and he gets to be a fucking centibite and, and rule hell. I, that, that's the way I look at it. But, I mean, but wouldn't you want, like, the entrance the in, wouldn't you like the entrance to still have that facade? Like, it's got, like, you know, a nice little walkway, yes. some shubbery. You kick open the doors. Holy shit, I've been bamboozled. Dude, yeah. but it, it is a big inviting light, almost like a light to heaven, and then you get in there, and it's just this dark underworld. Sure. So. Okay. It's like the that. South Park. Exactly. It's like the South yeah. Park movie. Remember in the South Park movie when Kenny dies and he's ascending to heaven, and then all of a sudden it turns into hell. You're going to hell, and all that shit. It's like yeah. Yeah. It's that's just the movie, like, right? Yeah, it's a South yeah. Park movie. Yeah. That's, yeah. That, they going to hell when he falls from the sky. <laughs> yes, they could have done that in this movie. They could have even had the Canadian choir fucking there. Oh, you know, <laughs> all of them. As well as the Canadian movie. I'm surprised there you go. Everybody wasn't singing their lines on this. <laughs> Oh shit! Well, well. Okay, so that's that's why that's why Allison's in the void because she she the void she went with him she went with him the void she gave she gave her body to be in in uh, to be transformed. Correct. He talked her into it. Yes. Yes. So even though he kills the physical form in the in the other world, she's still in the void. And why was he fucking with Dan? He said, I saw relief in your eyes when that baby died, he said. Because he's, trying to, he's trying to get him to uh, he's Chill. Trying to turn him. He's just trying to turn him. Right. There's Evil. something wrong with that. There's some type of mental fucking... At the end of the day, That's Dr. How they Powell, is, That's how you Dr. Powell is just trying to become an evil god. It's really just about him growing in power. It's not about him saving anyone. Except his daughter. He seemed, Except, yeah, he, his he, daughter, he, but, you know. even Or he was so depressed at the loss of his daughter yeah. that he wanted a different life, not this one that he has. So. Yeah, well, he talks about this world not being able to feel pain. So that's what it is. He becomes this godlike creature where you don't feel any pain. I don't so it's know. It's kind of like the village. Some of the, he wants yeah. to, he suffered some loss. He wanted to get some other people that suffered loss, and let's go someplace better. There's another, someplace another better way. talk like fucking assholes. <laughs> <laughs> Oh shit! I, I I do want to point out that one shot with the cop lights and the fucking uh, 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 shining on on the cult members outside. How good that looks! Those, those scenes and those horns blowing and shit. There's some other cool stuff in the movie that you know, little touches. That, great that atmosphere, really... great atmosphere, great yeah. effects. Like I said, the package is there. I'm surprised. Like Eight. I said, I'm glad to see that it was well represented on our list. It just felt like when it came out, it was definitely decisive. Like I mean, it seemed like. People were either high on it or, or thought it was garbage. I can't see anybody thinking this is garbage. No, I can't either. How can they? I, no. no. It's a great movie. It's it's one that's going to stand the test of time, I think. See, and oh. the only reason why I think Maggie was just a, uh, a, a a sacrificial vessel is because she's not in the abyss. So she, yeah, doesn't, I agree. Even, she doesn't even get saved. That's because James you know, Cameron didn't want her in it. He was a picky director. <laughs> 
the abyss. <laughs> nice. I wish I wish you could just go back into the void again. Yeah, go ahead, do that again. <laughs> Render to the void. Good night, everybody. Yes. Yeah. And that's it. Yeah, he's giving his rating. <laughs> ah. free. He's coming on. What's your rating? Forehead. That's it. I'm throwing myself off the show. <laughs> Mission accomplished. <laughs> yep. Uh, Where are you, Duncan? We were trying to get on Arrow. <laughs> get some free donuts. Uh, <laughs> it's a full head. It was a full head back when we did it. It made my top ten list. It's a full head today. It's a full head for me. No doubt about it. And it's a full head for me. But is it in the Hall of Fame? We won't know because Christian came up with the stupid idea of getting rid of the number ratings. <laughs> I cannot nominate because I'm at the cusp of Hall of Fameage. I can't nominate. I'm at the cusp. <laughs> we have to give our numbers again. No, we don't. No, I'd, be we on don't. Somebody... I'd be on the cusp as well. So I, okay. I, uh... I'm, I'm on the low end of a full head. So Okay. okay. <laughs> Here we go. Basically giving our ratings. <laughs> takes 40 minutes then he wants to cut the show down to an hour and a half two hours meanwhile it takes 35 minutes to get this new rating <laughs> wait wait let me let me do let me let me answer for you have i told you guys lately i hate you fucking both yeah. <laughs> i want to put your fucking heads right here right yeah. here <laughs> right on, just, i want them physically represented <laughs> underneath this logo juggling <laughs> all over there? Yeah, it looks like it's yeah. just holding those fucking heads have I told you guys lately, I hate you fucking both. Have I told you guys lately, I hate number ratings. Have I told you guys lately, I hate horror movies that aren't horror. And have I told you guys <laughs> What lately, a segue. <laughs> Even though I've been on such a strong kick of watching non-horror movies, I'm mad that this is not a horror movie. So yeah, let's get If the let's... last American version turned into a bloodbath in the last half hour, he'd complain about it. Be like, why is this non horror movie a horror movie now? Exactly. I don't mind. I don't mind blending the genres, but we'll get to it. Anyway, there's our question, Robert Dennis. What influence do you guys think the current ongoing quarantine virus issues will have on horror over the next five years? What positive or negative trends do you think will occur? Great episode for 103, but under the skin, greater than Neon Demon, just to set the record straight. See, I told you guys nobody likes Neon Demon but us. Uh, <laughs> but, but back to his question. Uh, positive and negative effects? Okay, the only negative I could see, and uh, I'm not sure if it'll happen, will be a rise in infection films, and uh, and we'll get burned down on it. The positives will be more filmmakers will be aware and focus on character study, because... The way people have reacted, yeah, we've been quarantined, basically, you know, you're in your house for the last, coming up on two months. People are acting like we've been locked away for 40 years. Do they not remember, like, World War II, like, went on for, like, what, six years? Like, there were, there were times where people, like, we're talking six weeks. Right. And, and pe- so I think we're going to see a lot more attention paid to, to characters and, and their mentality, which is good for me. I think we're going to see a lot more character development in films. We already saw the zombie film hasn't died. Oh. It has only gotten stronger. I think we'll get more. I think it will it will go into contagion realm and more more offshoots of that. Like Brandon said, the 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 good side of this is if you haven't been able to work and you've been at home and you're a creative type, maybe some scripts have been 
banged out or worked on that wouldn't have had the chance to be worked on before. So that's where the positive will come. And hopefully those will be scripts that um, deliver and not, are not just cash-ins. Something that maybe someone's been thinking about. It, it, the quarantine's only the reason it's gotten written. It, it has nothing to do with the actual content of, of said movie. Did you say content? Content. Content. Uh, and content. Jenny! I want content in it, too. <laughs> content, yes. <laughs> you know, I was just going to be a crumb. I was just going to say that I think <laughs> all bad... Yeah, uh, all bad was going to come out of it because you're already seeing movies pop up now called uh, Corona Zombies and shit like that, and people exploiting it. Passions, and, yeah. That's a and, fake and movie, though. That's like I a know recut of a, of a different movie. Like Even worse. Funny. Yeah. But that's what I'm saying. Yeah, Charles but, fucking Band. A bunch of bullshit. Just stuff like that coming out. I can see a whole lot of cheap-ass, terrible-looking freaking virus movies that are yeah. going to be like cheap zombie cash-ins that are going to suck. And I'm also going to take that take what, what what C said as far as people are sitting home writing scripts in, in six weeks, two months. Yes, more scripts are being written, but how many of them are going to be good scripts considering what's going on right now and how quick they're going to end up being pushed out? I'm going to see more bad than good overall. You're going to see more content in the next year or whenever this is over with when we're going to be able to have more. More content should be a great thing, but I could see a lot of it not being so great because of how how quick it's going to be getting written. Because all of a but, sudden, people are going to be out for two months. They're, okay, you got to go back to work, and then they're going to end up sloppily finishing it. Okay, but, but th- think see, of... Yeah. My positive is what you said. No. You, you gave me the positive. I was thinking only negative about it. But character-driven stuff, I no. think, is going to seep in more now yeah, yeah think, because of, think about yeah. all the intelligent writers out there who write characters well now think about what their reaction is seeing people hoarding toilet paper hoarding medication right not not helping out each other some helping out each other the good and the bad and really saying oh there's a lot of a lot of depth both positive and negative about human beings i'm going to explore that more in my future projects yeah yeah, yeah. that's so, well put movie. It's called That's the American Way. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just keep fucking politics out of it because that's another concern that's, I have. That, Seriously. Political, it, this is just about living the American dream by fucking over that. everybody in your way. <laughs> right. Listen, you're right. And, and, and so be it. That there, But that's just one one – you're looking at it from that perspective, and I get it. But my concern is is just that. That now it's going to get even more political because the landscape is getting even more political. It's it's to the point now where shit is so fucked up, people can't say anything or do anything, and everybody's they're everybody's so intolerant. Right? I've never seen so much intolerance uh, among hum, amongst the human race as I'm seeing now. When we it should be the opposite. We yep. should be the most tolerant right now. It's and as bad it, as it's been. It's the worst. And it, considering what you said about people in World War II and how long they were on lockdown for everything else, back then there was nothing to fucking do. Exactly. Right now, if exactly. people have the world at their fingertips and here and there and a streaming service and this and that and every fucking thing right there to entertain them and they're still complaining. Be yep. Count your fucking blessings. Thankfully, exactly. it's not the 1940s, and you're not where you are. You're going to complain about that? Most people are still getting paid. Not everybody. I understand some people. I'm even having financial struggle right now for the one reason being this. My wife has been out of work for most of this, and we still have not gotten the unemployment 
check. Well, I know it when it comes, it's going to be nice and it's going to be a lump sum. But right now, going month to month, check to check, paying on certain things is becoming a problem. And if this goes out for another month or two, I'm going to be in a hole. And is everybody going to work with you? I don't know. But I've been okay so far because I've been working consistently. So that's wonderful. So there, there are things going on and I get that. Yeah. But intolerance right now is lower than ever when it should be the highest. Like and, when and- 9-11 happened, people came together. Yeah. People, it was a, a tragedy, a national tragedy, and people came together. Even though we had Bush in office, and even though there was all kinds of freaking political unrest prior to that, when shit went down, people did do their best to come together and and wave their wave the flag as a nation. And everybody was that slogan, you know, "United We Stand," and all that. Wonderful. Where the fuck is that now? Now everything's got to be survival about of the fittest. This is the problem. What happens is these things. These things build fear and the society absorbs the fear. And, and, and again, it's about, I got to protect my family and I'll do whatever I can. Okay. Well, do you need, like, this is why I love the stories about the people that, that try to cash in and buy the skids of toilet paper, trying to return them. And they're like being told to oh, fuck off. As they should Don't wipe your fucking ass for eternity. Cause you're not yeah. returning. <laughs> Go right ahead. Go right your ass right into the void. Yeah, <laughs> that's exactly it. No, the stupid, uh, the rise of stupidity. Also, I mean, you you see, oh. I mean, I watch the news, but you see on the news people out in the streets protesting, saying COVID isn't real. Yet they're protesting and saying it's not real and carrying these signs while wearing a mask. <laughs> so you can't have it both ways. If it's not real, you don't need that fucking mask. It's funny. true. It's honestly, it's a scary time. Honestly, yeah. I'd rather stay indoors for the rest of my well, life. What I've been watching, I've been, I've been watching, saying that for years. I've been <laughs> watching COVID nineteen porn. It's fucking crazy. They're going down on each other wearing masks now. Have you Cough. seen this? <laughs> Cough in my asshole. Cough in my asshole. <laughs> Cough in my asshole. I can't go near my <laughs> asshole now for fourteen weeks or days. <laughs> I'm my own asshole. Are you out of toilet paper that much? I can't go near my asshole for 14 weeks. <laughs> you better contact those guys trying to return it then. I don't know. Holy fuck. I haven't hired a professional wiper. <laughs> your performance, I'm guessing you've been using your notes to wipe it. <laughs> I never thought I would hear that line, cough in my asshole. I can't believe it. I don't know where that came from. <laughs> cough in my asshole. <laughs> COVID-19 porn, I'm telling you. What the fuck are people (laughs) stressing out about? There's something going on in another podcast where somebody got pissed off because somebody said something which was interpreted as a racial slur, even though it wasn't. It was done in an innocent way. If you know, I'm not going to get into it. And it hasn't stopped being talked about. And it caused this big yeah. fucking unrest throughout everybody involved in this, where this whole freaking thing is being turned upside down over some yeah. bullshit. Now, oh, were they calling Italian horror wap horror? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I can say That's it. Damn Italian. I won't even order it at Bur- I won't even order one at Burger King. <laughs> I know. I'll just go by the number. Give me a number one. Oh, so you want to wap? No, a number one. <laughs> And I'm not saying walking around and saying things. <laughs> I'm not saying walk around. Don't say retard and don't say fag. Don't say it. It's not wise to do. It, whatever the whatever your meaning is of, it's not wise to do. Even if everybody knows that you're not opposed to to homosexuals, we've been through this before. Don't use the word you're better off. That's fine. But I mean, it should have put. Do you people know that idiot? 
the word idiot that's used now and has been thrown around so freely for how many years now means what the word retired means now at a time. That's what the word idiot was. It was saying somebody that was mentally challenged, they were referred to as an idiot. Just because people nowadays don't know that, they have no problem saying he's a fucking idiot with no problem. (laughs) But if someone says the word retired, (gasps) I mean, get the fucking off. I don't use these words. Don't get me wrong. When somebody says you two bastard, it's it's crazy that you can't say that anymore. YouTube bastard? You Jew bastard. Oh, yeah. Jew. YouTube bastard. <laughs> that guy's on YouTube, that fucking bastard. <laughs> YouTube bastard. YouTube bastard. YouTube. They bastard. need to round up all the YouTubers and put them into special. Does your dad have the same sense of humor as you? I, mean, dad, I, I figure it, he does. He does, but he gets shocked sometimes by the things I say. He, he yells at me a lot. He'll be like, what the fuck? Would he like the voicemails from Travis Christian? <laughs> I think he's probably scared that Travis is a patron. <laughs> oh, I've never no. met me a whole Jew before. <laughs> Holy fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Poor Travis. Oh, Travis, you love Travis. We love Travis. In case you forgot that message you left, oh, I love you even though you're a fucking Jew. <laughs> <laughs> no, he goes, even the Jew. <laughs> like, it's like, it was it's even that accent. It's his accent, you know. I know. It is that. You can't. It, that because you think he's going to be hunting you for sport next week. <laughs> <laughs> but again, people. I, I, I don't know. What am I going to say? It's not going to change. One asshole on a podcast is going to say fucking don't be so uptight. They're going to stop being so uptight. It's never going to happen. So anyway, that, thank goodness we have movies to keep our, ourselves busy. That's all. That's I what I've been doing. That's been my, my scapegoat. Like, I mean, I'm, I'm, like, I'm going stir crazy. I'm going stir crazy. I just lock the kids in the attic and I watch movies. <laughs> Flowers in the attic. Yes. <laughs> And don't you got music? You know how much music I fucking have? I can sit here and spend fucking a week just listening to music if I wanted to. I just listen to Ice Cappuccino. Scapegoats here? Ice Cappuccino? What do you say? Scapegoats? Scapegoats. We got plenty of scapegoats. We got scapegoats. We got fucking rape goats. We got them all. You know? I I don't know what the fuck you guys are talking about. I don't either. You said it's my scapegoat, and I, I just like that term. Oh, scapegoat. <laughs> I like rape goat. I think that's a better term. The rape goat. <laughs> I'm going to start saying that instead of scapegoat. <laughs> rubbers? Uh, what do we need rubbers for? Okay. All anyway. right. Bunch of the nerds. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Is it time for our non horror review of the show? Oh, I'm ready to go here. I'm ready to have another. Another battle, another twenty-two. I'll battle. tell you this, battle. Christian. I'll tell you what, Christian. If you don't speak up for yourself, I'm not arguing this one because I love this film. So there. There's... Get into it before I fucking go mental. <laughs> okay, Bone Tomahawk from 2015, written and directed by S. Craig Zaler. Zaler. Not sure how you pronounce his last name, but he's a good director and writer. In the dying days of the Old West, an elderly sheriff and his posse set out to rescue their town's doctor from cannibalistic. Cave dwellers. Well, it's actually not the town doctor. It's she's basically assumes the responsibility as the town doctor because the town doctor's drunk, and it's also a deputy and a uh, wanted man. Purpose. The town doctor is drunk. The town doctor was a drunk. That's why Mrs. O'Dwyer was sent. She's not the town oh. doctor. 
I don't know who she was. Did they show this town doctor being drunk? This is your favorite movie of like fucking the Oh decade. my god. They said go get the town doctor if he's not too drunk. She, he was too drunk, so they went and got Mrs. Dwyer instead. What I'm saying is, is they there never a sh- scene? They never showed the town doctor. Okay, I just want to make sure. Because a uh, throwaway line like that, I'm not going to remember. Go get the town doctor drunk. Okay, whatever. Okay. There's so Z- many great lines in this movie. There's so many great fucking lines in this movie, and I'm 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 the first half. The dialogue is coming at you fast and furious, and I just fucking love it. So the fact that I missed one little line like that, that's fine because this is written so well. The dialogue is written so well that I'm just so blown away by most of what what they're saying. Yeah, this is another character driven film with with uh, terrific dialogue. Boy, it's definitely a slow build in terms of the horror. But it's there, and you certainly care about these characters. And that opening scene, just that sound, the sound design on this one and the sound quality on this one, I had the volume on my TV. I watched it on the TV. I had the volume on my TV 10 clicks lower because I normally keep it at like a 42 level according to my soundbar. I had it at 32 because it was so loud. I had this shit up, and it does sound great when you hear the hooves of the horses going. the way, And even the opening frame of this movie – there is a fly buzzing. You hear a fly buzz. Yeah, and great sound design. My cat was chilling out. Oreo was chilling out in my lap, just sitting here, getting tired and everything, maybe even about to go to sleep. And all of a sudden, when the movie began, and he heard that fly buzz in the movie, he got right up, and he thought there was a fucking fly. And he <laughs> ran right out the room, because he thought there was a fly. To and go. then he started singing, Shoo fly, don't bother me. Shoo fly, don't bother You guys make it sound like I hate the movie. I don't hate the movie. I just think the horror is very little in said movie. It is a truly a Western with a horrific, not even third act, just ending. A Western or a Western? Western. <laughs> and with, a, with a horrific third act. And, and, and even that, it's a two hour, 10 minute movie and a half an hour of it is a horror. It's slightly horrific. Let me tell you this. Let me, let, me, let me throw this at you. Let's say this movie, I think the fact that this movie is set has the Western setup. I think it dissuades some people, including you from taking it as a horror movie. Let's say it wasn't, let's say this movie was set in modern day and it's kids and there's fucking uh, one guy has a girlfriend and the other three do not. And the one guy's girlfriend suddenly gets kidnapped, a similar type of situation. Say what you will gets kidnapped by these things. And we find out that they're these fucking cave dwelling troglodytes. They're probably cannibals. They may be fucking offspring of who knows they're what. Judds. They're quite- so they're out there. Humanistic undivided dwellers. That's that too. <laughs> so that's what they are. It's how is it that much different than a movie like um what's that fucking thing? Uh the wrong turn. Okay, one girl gets kidnapped, they're taken away by these things, and then this one kid who's the, the stable boy walks into the freaking stable, and that is a hundred percent a horror kill. You hear the music, he's looking around, he's nervous. Is there a noise here? And next thing you know, he get his throat slit and a freaking thing right in his head. Straight up horror movie kill. Let's what say was this? The stable boy. Stable boy in the beginning. The fucking guy that gets whacked. He gets whacked. That's why they were able to kidnap the girl out of jail. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Sorry, sorry. I actually okay. left the room for that moment. Oh, my God. That's what? fucking yeah. crazy horror that's scene. That's an awesome yeah. okay. kill. God damn wow. it, you so let's pre- Right. Let's pretend he doesn't go in there and it's modern day. And a kid walk. And let's say they're at a garage. Oh, and they walk into a... <laughs> 
They walk into a garage and he hears chains rattling in a, a car garage. Maybe it's modern day. Instead of it being a saloon, it's a fucking whatever. And it's attached to a mechanic's garage. And a kid walks in there and he gets killed. And the next thing you know, we find out that the girl, the girl's kidnapped, the teenage girl's kidnapped. And these three friends are going to go out and rescue her. And then when they get there at the end, they fucking have this face down and someone's killed violently. And all. That's what I'm okay, saying. I feel that bad because I've only watched this movie twice. Both times it had the same rating. Both times uh, it. Uh, but I totally forgot. I didn't see the scene. I'm sorry. I didn't. I went in, grabbed the snack, came back in, and they were talking about how they. Hey, you were you watching the regular version or the non-stable boy version? <laughs> <laughs> whatever, whatever one's on hoopla. Either way, cast Hoop? that aside. Hoopla. Cast that aside. <laughs> it's what David did that. Picture a fucking picture a scene like in Halloween four when that when Michael goes in the garage and kills the fucking mechanic. But take that and and add fucking gore and and, and a, a scarier kill to that as your setup to how why this girl gets taken. Then we know she gets kidnapped, and then these other three go to rescue her from fucking cannibals. Let's say like a movie like Wrong Turn. Someone gets taken and they go out to because, get them back, but, and they but get whacked. How is that? This this is not plain. There's no there's no vibe of a horror movie save save for that scene um and a horrific scream their their uh their call of the wild or whatever at the end and the the wishbone part <laughs> there 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 is there is no feeling of horror and even when that stuff happens it's so done matter of factly that it's horrific it's gory but I don't feel like it's a horror film. But I hear you. I, I, you, you actually explained it quite well there. That, and I feel horrible because I, I did go in and I'm like, oh, I didn't really miss anything because I, they're talking about the girl being kidnapped, which I remembered, and that was the whole premise of them going out. But whereas the dialogue reels you in and you're mesmerized by it, I'm like, this is a very slow pace, and I'm not all really into what they're saying. Please get on with it. And I find it a little long in the their journey to get to where they need to go. To uh, they have such great conversations, though I, such great dialogue in there. Yeah. See, uh, I, I really do. I really do love so it. Brandon's going it, down yeah. as I'm actually talking about. We're talking about. Oh, it's so good. Wow. Every character, they just it's sort of like the final days of the frontier and O'Dwyer's. You know, you know he's he's falling apart and he's struggling with the with his leg and. Uh, even Bruder, you know, his character, you know, might not think there's much depth to it, but I think there is. I think there's a sure. lot of regret in his character for never settling down. He talks about being the smartest of the group for never getting married, which is funny. See? See? Yes. But at the <laughs> same time, I think the reason why he didn't get married is the woman he loves is the woman they're going to rescue. That's why he well, goes. They... He's in love with Mrs. Dwyer. I mean, that, that's he even, ta he even talks about how he made a pass at her years ago, but she rejected him. You're right. Wow. Holy. So fuck. there's 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 a hidden love story there. And Chick and uh, Sheriff Hunt. I think that's pretty overt, actually. I mean, I got that feeling, too. I don't think it's hidden. I mean, they, I they, there's three I occurrences in the film that they allude to that. The good there is good dialogue when they're in the um, when the uh, when the native Indian, the native Indians in the. Uh, saloon or wherever, and the... that's Crow Daddy. That's Crow Daddy from Doctor Sleep. Yeah, that's crazy. Oh my god, I didn't I even realize that. Did. I know. Yeah, it's Crow Daddy. I oh my it god, up. that's awesome! I didn't even yeah. realize that until you mentioned it. There's a great uh, interaction in that scene, even just with the wife of the mayor and how Kurt Russell's character yeah. doesn't even acknowledge the mayor <laughs> and keeps talking to the wife. Does, does the anyone know how to spell chocolate? Think about it. 
You yeah. talked about how the, 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 the doctor's too drunk. They got to bring a, a woman in to help the situation. And then yeah. the mayor is pretty much pushed to the side. And the wife of the mayor is sort of the, the power figure there. Yeah. And, and it, it's just funny how they've, they've played with these characters in a time frame, which was pretty much universally looked at as being sexist and, uh, you yeah. know, it was a man's world and everything else. Uh, but he also said, yeah. I've, I love how he, there, there's the interaction of I've, I've killed the most Indians here. And he's like, well, that's a ugly boast. He goes, it's not a boast. Yeah. It's the truth. Yeah. Yeah. But a fact. I'm yeah. not denying there's some good shit. Like, I don't uh, hate this movie. You made, I, I write I, two things in a, in a fucking message last night. And why are you so negative? See? And I'm like, what the fuck? I said, I like you the You are negative. Though. You were salty. <laughs> you were so salty. salty. Sorry. You were, you were a delicious pretzel last Because you night. mentioned the one line are. that you guys mentioned back when we reviewed it. Uh, at you the, said, our, so our, what? On our <laughs> That's third, what you said. I said, it's a great dialogue. And you said, your, your response was, so what? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, because I complimented the dialogue. It, because my, it was like, I don't think this is a horror movie. There's great dialogue. So what? That was the response. Out of context, so what seems like an asshole response. But in response to the fact that he said, this does not play, I'm an hour and a half into this movie, no horror yet. And then you go, but there's great dialogue. And then I said, so what? I think that's a good response. Yeah, I love it. There's great comedy in this. I love Chick's character. Chickory is my favorite in this. He's so funny. That whole conversation with, with reading oh. in the bathtub. Yes, I, I, I keep dropping my books in. I keep like. Oh, just, I love it. I love it too. It's the perfect amount of comedic relief, but done cleverly. Not ha yeah. ha comedy. Fucking like that character chicory is great. Even at the end, the conversation about the flea circus. That's actually quite sweet because you Very know that what's her name was just. Yeah. Yeah, she winks at him. She winks, him. she winks at the sheriff after she tells him that, like yeah. you know, like our secret. Right. But yeah, no, that's a great scene because he's sort of like he's. I mean, he's not. He's sort of like he's dumb. He's a little he's bit a, he's slower. He's not dumb. He's a little naive at a few things. <laughs> he's a little. You know, he's he's like uh, what's what do they call him? Uh, and uh, something imbecile. Oh, you dumb! You dumb imbecile! Dumb <laughs> imbecile! It's like he's like it felt nice. My wife used to call me a dumb imbecile. <laughs> it kind of felt nice. <laughs> he is great. This di- honestly, that's what it is. The dialogue in this movie, I don't want to say is second to none, but it's. It's really, it's every time it sucks me in. The first frame, the conversation going on between fucking um, Arquette and and, and, Sid, and Haig. Sid Haig. Yeah. And the way he's talking, there isn't any time for womanly delusions. He's a, just the way he talks about <laughs> Sid Haig, Sid Haig oh. was amazing. He really was. Every time you see him in any movie, just his delivery. And that crunching sound that Arquette's making, you see he's like cutting the throats with like a dull knife that's taking... And, he, and he's like, why do they keep pissing themselves? Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's right. Yes. Oh, jeez. You didn't cut like, this one deep enough. And he goes, and he goes, there's, there's too much blood. He goes, it's the same amount of blood everybody has or something like that. <laughs> it's great. Just, I yeah, I don't see movies like that with the dialogue that I'm hooked on beginning. Yes, a Tarantino movie in a lot of cases, of course. But a fucking horror movie, to me, uh, that comes out of nowhere to me. That, that I just put in, not expecting anything. Someone says, this is a movie, it's a horror movie set in, in Western time. Okay, I'm going to put it on. What's it going to be? I don't know. And I see this type of writing. I, I don't know. Dude, this is, Kurt, into this it, is very Kurt Russell in uh, Hateful oh, Eight in Tarantino, which is one of my favorite Tarantino movies. Which, this is better than Hateful Eight to me. 
Uh, I, I don't know if I'd go that yeah. far. I, I love I love everything Tarantino, but I love the Me scene too. where Kurt Russell is in the bar and the guy's asking about the horses. He's like, you ask about the horses again, I'll slap you red. Yes, I love it. I'll slap you red. <laughs> I was like, that is so Tarantino-esque. Dude, I, there's like 20 minutes I could talk just of dialogue, so I won't. But I'm saying that's just how good I think it is. I, have, I could have taken fucking notes for an hour's worth of notes just with the dialogue, just some of the, the quips that these people say and just the terminology that's used and how clever it is. I don't see things written like this. Yeah, the Manifest Destiny, talking about those <laughs> Mexican guys being uh, armed when it turns yeah. out he meant armed with crucifixes. Yeah, sort of, he says. It is. Yeah. It's some really – yeah. I'm more drawn to this like Christian. I almost I do see your argument. I, I almost kind of agree. It it really doesn't really become full out horror till you know the last twenty five minutes. Well, but, I, uh, I, no, you misunderstood sure. me. I don't even think it becomes full out horror. I think it has horrific elements in the last part. Yeah, okay. Very gruesome uh, part. I like the movie, guys. Don't take it's not horror as I don't like the film, but I also don't put it on a pedestal where you guys are putting it. That's why I I stopped short because I don't want to shit on the movie. I did that ooh, with the craft. I but stopped short I, at the end. At the end of the day, if I don't. <laughs> It's just what, uh, again, it's the feeling we all have whenever we watch a film. I like the film, but I don't escalate it to great. You can't stop short, though. That's my move. <laughs> you just I'm, just in, the, I'm just engaged from the first frame to the end. Again, just like with the craft. But for completely different reasons. This, to me, is like filmmaking on a different level. This is like, like I said, it's like watching a Tarantino film. Like, like I watched this and I was blown away and I've watched it twice since. I watched The Hateful Eight one time, and yes, I think it's great. I think everything Tarantino is is great, but I haven't had a yearning to go back to it. It didn't blow me away the way this did. That's what I'm saying. Not many movies have where someone says, what's some of the best dialogue you've seen in a film that you've loved beginning to end? This, this is that movie. It's huh. just... It's good. I, I, I it checks it. all the boxes. Maybe I because movie, of the horror. I can't, I can't and, go better than than Tarantino films. I mean, yeah, even Once Upon it, a Time in Hollywood, I think might be the best film from last year. I just saw it last week, and I thought it was great. I'm not ready to to say what the best one is. I'm I'm a, I'm a Kill Bill guy, so it, that that's a whole different thing with me. But I mean, I don't know. I can't explain it. This this movie just takes it. It checks all the boxes. It has all this good stuff. Dialogue I I, I respect. Actors that I think is great. Well written, great cast, well shot, great cast for sure. Yeah, right. There's nothing I can't see anything negative. Top, what top what the director did with the bunches, the kills are fucking phenomenal. Sorry, D, I didn't mean to cut you off there. I'm just saying the kills are phenomenal. You you get that they 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 take it and they do it in Terrifier and everybody fucking blows it. I'm like, you know, wow. Well, no, every, sorry, no, no, but... everybody blew this movie that saw this movie for the wishbone scene is the fucking True. standout scene. It's fa it's fantastic. I do have some questions with that though, but we're going with the budget. He he, uh, oh. the, uh, 1.8. I think I said 1 million when we originally did the show, but it was 1.8 million. Still, a pittance wow. compared to what movies are made for, and oh, especially a western, is... especially a western, and with the caliber of talent oh, and what the fuck are you talking? What am I saying? You western. Said, you said a western again. Western. He what, didn't what, say it the yes, first you time. Did. No, you just said it now. You say, are you doing that as a joke? No. You said 1.8. It's pittance for a western. <laughs> I didn't hear it that time. I heard a western the first time, but not this time. So I, I heard it. Whatever. Whatever. I, thought, I thought it was intentional. I thought you were just making fun of yourself. No, I'm not. Uh, so the re but the reality is that, like, so I respect that part of it. But the but the movie's just good. 
Like I don't get great. I don't have it. I don't have a year need to go back to it and constantly revisit it. Did I enjoy my time with it while I was watching it? Sure. Did I make the joke that in a two hour and 10 minute movie that by an hour and a half, bare, like, okay, other than the fact I missed that stupid scene. Other than that one scene I missed, there is nothing to suggest horror. But you're right, Dave. The way you describe it, sure. But again, usually they use mood and atmosphere and other other elements that True. would then define it as such. This is a Western through and through with horrific elements sprinkled into the end part. Doesn't take away from the movie. That's just my viewpoint on it. That's so fair. what? Somebody might say, so who gives a fuckers? And then, but, there right. is, but there's definitely mood. It's it's the dying days of the Old West. What You don't really feel that? You mood, don't not get for that a sense. horror film. And, and for... But it doesn't matter if you don't care whether it's a horror film or not, which you shouldn't when, when rating a movie. You should still feel the mood, the atmosphere, the dialogue, the character development, the, you know, the sense of dread. I mean, those calls. No surprise. We you should feel calls. that with any movie we watch. If that doesn't change the fact that some will read it here, there, or wherever. I'm, I'm not using the horror film as a crutch for my rating. I'm using right. the fact that I also, it, first, I don't think of this as a horror film. First, That's why it wasn't on my top 100 that's list. That's fine. At all. I know it was on the overall one, but it didn't make my top 100. I don't see it as that. But also, just so then, just as a movie, I don't put it on a pedestal because I don't recognize it as that. I can't. Ex- the, the only reason I. The, the, it's no different than any other movie. The feeling you, that you, you don't got put when it on I see you. Because you don't recognize it as a good movie or because you don't recognize it as a horror movie? That's a great movie. I said, I'm right. not putting it on a pedestal because I don't see it as a great movie. I see it as a good movie. Yes, I and that's understand- the part that's surprising. I'm yeah. okay that he doesn't think it's a horror movie. Yeah. I'm a little bit surprised that he doesn't see it as a great movie. I'm that's kinda shocked. I'm a... kinda shocked too. I'm right. that he doesn't recognize well, the that, great no element. No different than the, the void for you, the first view. You didn't I'm... see it like that though. I, I mean I don't know that's that's happens. That's preference. And taste. But this is better than the void. This is fucking I mean that, better you. made than Wait, wait, I need to, to take a guys. drink. It's getting a little salty in here. Yeah. <laughs> to you guys. Why can't I? Someone hates no, The fine. Shining. There are people that hate The Shining. And I'd be surprised at that. I get okay. it. There are people that hate the. I'm just surprised knowing you as I know you and knowing the, that you appreciate good filmmaking and dialogue and techniques of, 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 of an excellent film, which that's what I feel this is. And that's what I think maybe B is saying that you aren't seeing it. From that perspective, that's yeah. All. I think from I'm a technical surprised. standpoint, I'm surprised you're not seeing like yeah. seeing more positives. I don't. That's what I think. You're, you're allowed to hate it. You can give it a sure. Zero. That's fine. I don't. But I don't. I'm surprised. It's just that yeah. But, well, because I get a little bored. Is I guess where I'm going with it. I can't explain. I get. I mean, I can't explain it. I get bored. It, it, <laughs> right. It's, it's a very Some sp- people are bored with the shining. I can't explain I this. I get a little bored. I really can't explain. Wait, let me try to explain it. I get a little bored. <laughs> True. No, I get that. I'm just surprised. We've watched plenty of slow movies. It happens. It happens. Sometimes I get bored with a movie that you think is fucking top of the mops. I don't know. I'm, I'm sure- trying to get my wife to, to to watch Blowout and see Brian De Palma's Blowout for the masterpiece that I think it is. And she cause not like she hates the movie. She hates it. She doesn't even think it's good. She hates it. Uh, but I love that. But it's so it's just a, a way a different movie looks. Look, we don't take like an overall like we all take our our personalities come into play here. We all see it. I guess you're just surprised based on some of the movies I've liked in the past that I don't put it on that pedestal. But I just I just don't see it. I did, I was again I went in by myself, watched I watched the whole movie by myself. No interruptions other than me going to go get a drink and a snack. And this- Missing and, a pivotal scene. And missing one small <laughs> sequence. And 
my I went back to listen to the year end show, our third show, Uh-oh. third episode of that year, <laughs> and I said, "Holy shit!" I agree with almost everything I say in that episode. That other than I was on board a little bit more so with the dialogue uh, out of the gate, but everything else kind of paralleled the, my, my exact same feeling. That's that. such a Dave move. I went back and I listened to myself. Well, no. and I agree 100% with myself. That was really funny. <laughs> okay. Wow, that really did that sound was... like perky. But take no, it that's that, funny. It, it just, I don't usually do that, but I remembered it was your number one, Dave. And I remember being like, where did this movie come from? Because we had heard it. But I mean, it was kind of like, like I was shocked that it was your number one, I think, because I don't think we were only three shows in. So it wasn't like a big build yeah. For the year or anything like that, right? So uh, it came out of nowhere, and then it was great. And then I checked it out, and I, I, or we checked it out before the show, and I liked it, but I didn't love it. Yeah. This keeps it, happening. The same thing happened with Brimstone, and the same thing happened with Suspirio with me. You were surprised each time. You went back and watched each of them, and you thought, from what I can gather, you thought that they were all good but not great, and definitely two of them weren't horror. Yeah, That's and and, and Brim, Brim, but uh, Tom, Bo Tomac I did watch for the show. I, I stand corrected. Okay. It was Brimstone and Suspiria that were after the fact. But Krampus right. I didn't That's see, right. and Krampus was my number two of the decade. There you have it. And, I, and that's that. That was fantastic. Where did Krampus right? Krampus. I don't. Let's not confuse this with. I do not like this movie. I like the I'm, film. I'm just surprised at how much love you guys have for it. But again, when I when I read people's reviews of this, they there a lot of people absolutely adore this film. I agree with you. I I was with you in, in feeling that I have no problem if people exclude this from the horror list because it's a drama first. It's a dramatic western with horror elements. The horror is secondary. So I had no problem. But as a dramatic film, if I was just watching this, oh, you got to see this western drama with Kurt Russell. It's terrific. I'd be like, wow, that's a great dialogue. Had some really horrific scenes in it. And I just love the uh, the interactions between the characters, the way they build, you know, everything that happens. And it's just I was really engaged from start to finish for a two hour and 10 minute film. This is quality to the point that I can recommend it to people I work with and feel confident. Like I gave my boss recommendations the other day about two weeks ago and and they were streaming suggestions. And uh, one of them, here's what they were. They were Brimstone, which she watched and loved, by the way. It was Brimstone. It was this movie here, Bone Tomahawk. It was The Invitation. Um, uh, what were the other ones? There was a couple. I, I have to get back to you. All the, were, all the fringe films. All the fringe films. Yes, they were yeah. fringy type films. But I, but to me, they were the type of movie that I could recommend to anybody who likes movies because I think that they are just great movies that I respect them to that level. Like, I, I mean, there are other Western movies that oh are horrible. I, I, I wouldn't actually, I will actually say yeah. if I recommended this to people, people would say, man, that was boring. Wow. A lot of people, I think. So, I think if I went to work and did that, not knowing, you know, if they said, Oh, you like horror films or, or you like movies, what movies would you recommend? Well, first this wouldn't, it, it wouldn't be on my list just based on the rate ranking of the film. Yeah. Right. But Apostle. Apostle and the Ritual were the other ones I recommended. I love the Apostle and the Ritual. And and, and it's saying she doesn't necessarily she's not necessarily a horror fan. Yes, she watches some horror, but I'm like to me those movies, The Invitation, Apostle, Ritual, Brimstone, and Bone Tomahawk, I would recommend as excellent films that fucking any that I I have no problem recommending them to anybody. And you know what they all have in common? Really well written characters. Right. They're good films. They're great films to me. Yeah. You could really engage with the character and not even care about the genre of the film you're watching. And that's what makes those great. They kind of transcend the genre that they're trying to fall into. 
Um, I, I I understand where Christian's coming from, even from say, saying that pe- some people might find it boring. I think it's just sort of that that Western feel that, that a lot of Westerns have. It's it's a very somber atmosphere. I mean, this movie, the way it ends, it, it's it, it's fine with me. I like the ending, but it just sort of ends. There's really no. It's it's not grand. These don't build to like grand sort of like everything's gonna be amazing now. He sort of hints to uh, to Chicory to have a talk with uh, with O'Dwyer, meaning I think he's gonna try to make uh, O'Dwyer the new sheriff at the end, you know, because they got to go back to the town and obviously the sheriff, the deputy, everyone's dead. So probably O'Dwyer will take over as the uh, as the town sheriff, and uh, you know, life will resume, you know, but it's. Is this yeah. clan supposed to clan? Oh my God! Here we go again. Is this group of cannibalistic cave dwellers are they? Uh, are they supposed to be primate? Are they? They obviously they have some sort of intelligence level. I don't get it. That's why I think they're monstrous. I don't think that they're just necessarily human. I think there's something else about them. And well, because they don't the like torturing. Because torture they... torture seemed weird as a instinct for them instead of just killing. Killing is. It's just evil and, and matter of fact and to the point and they split them and tear them and then get get what they need from them. But by slicing open Kurt Russell's stomach and then sticking the hot canteen Ooh. into him. Well, they had seems... figured out that, that he, they had figured out that they had done that he had done something with the canteen. So, that's so it they was were punishment. Mad. It yeah. was punishment because he dragged out the other dead one because she even says one of them's going to die. One of them's going to be knocked out for a while and one of them's going to be unaffected. And they dragged the dead guy out there and <laughs> So it's punishment. It's weird. I find that they're just they're very primitive. Their skills lie in in hunting and ambushing. And, uh, you know, there is a sort of intelligence amongst each other in terms of communicating. They came up with this weird fucking whistle they made out of human bones that they they, they fucking surgically put into their throats. I don't know how crazy. I don't know how they did that, but it's cool. And it's nasty, especially when they cut one out. It's all like sinewy, oh. and they're ripping like the yeah, tendons off. Yeah. <laughs> Why? That's that's a question I have. Why would he take that thing? Because he wanted to be able to call to them. He saw that's how they were calling, yeah, so he wanted to get the upper device, hand. No, Hold yeah, on that was it. It was to try to funny. draw them to him. Okay, yeah. Hold on a minute. He does that before he knows that's what it is. When he's looking down at it and he sees it on the neck, he says, he literally, he says to himself out loud, what's this, jewelry, he says? And then he just decides to cut into it. Yeah, but he, I think he, he realizes as he's cutting into it that it's in their trachea and it's it's the way they communicate because they hear those those screeches throughout the movie and they're haunting. So yeah, he's, a, he's, he's a smart man. So, I mean, it was weird. He did say that, that jewelry yeah. comment. I just uh, – it almost would have been better if he hadn't said that. That's but. what I'm saying. It led him to confusion. I'm like, well, if it's jewelry, why do you want it so bad? I understand what it leads to later. And that thing, those screeches are so loud. That's what leads me to believe that everything here isn't human. And then later on, when they when they show that pregnant woman or whatever the fuck it is, that torso sitting there doing that thing, I'm like, what the fuck is that? That's yeah. like horrific shit. They I, keep, I don't know. They keep two females to to keep their, their tribe growing. They keep them fuck crippled up. and blinded. They had wooden stakes in right. their eyes. They're blinded. They're, they're amputated. And they're basically just uh, just just sex machines in order to give birth. Wow! How about when he says, "Are any of you uh, somaballistic?" And he, and he says, "That's private." <laughs> <laughs> He's asking if they sleep if they're yeah. sleepwalkers. Yeah. 
<laughs> little things like that throughout the whole film are just they're just so much fun and most of it comes from chicory yeah, but i mean great. all the character development everything with without with what's his name with bruder and the, the thing when his horse saucer goes down oh, and that's right? sad that scene yeah. is really uh, thank you for your all your service or yeah, thank, thank you, you for, for your, your services. services. Yeah, I like oh. the way he trained his horse to be uh, to be bigoted. Though. Trained him to be bigoted. <laughs> he goes, "You trained him in bigotry." And he goes, <laughs> "That's a heartbreaking sequence for sure." That is. It is. Bruder is a good cat. I like Bruder. I like all the characters. He does his job well. He does yeah. what he's supposed to do, and he does have those moments later on. He shares the telescope with him. He's like, "I see how you handle." Yeah, the, the, the German. The yeah, the German. Yeah. That whole thing, and in the beginning, you know how he's quick to shoot everything and everything. And then later on, you learn more about his character and, you know, and he says, well, I, when you're 10 years old and your, your, your mother and sisters are killed by Indians, yeah. that, that'll do a, a, a lot to a person. Yeah. And, and when, when he, he, and when he talks about killing, you know, a hundred, he t- eventually says his number at the end, 116. Yeah. Yeah. And he talks earlier about, you know, killing Indians. He says, you know, uh, women and children, Indians are Indians too. So, you know, there's a, you know, it, it, it sounds like he's boasting, but I think there's a lot of regret. And a, a lot of torment in him. And even, you know, he's even vain, even when that hand comes off. The violence in this, I, I don't know what it is. It's a very jarring, shocking violence. It it, it almost like it's mm-hmm. disorienting. You know what I mean? Yep. It's like kind of like, it kind of like. I see, I don't, I, I see it more matter of factly, which makes it disturbing in, 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 its, in itself. True. Whereas it's just so, this is my daily routine. However, it's splitting somebody in half. I'm going to yeah, slice this I, guy's it, stomach it, it open. Yeah, sorry. Yeah. I find it shocking as an audience member. I, I like. I almost feel like I've been whacked over the head. Like, like I'm seeing stars. With like, I'm like, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> How about Dude, that bone, foot? Dude, that bone tomahawk is oh. fucking legendary. I want one of those. I was just gonna say, I want one too. What a what a thing to have. Yeah, but when uh when Bruder's hand comes off and he's just like, uh, you know, I'm not going anywhere. You know, I'm I'm too vain to to be a cripple. Yeah. That's good Ugh. stuff, man. Everything with his character gets good. And, you know, I mean, Kurt Russell is just a, a typical Kurt Russell character. He's yeah. just an ticker. He's the man. He comes out and he's the boss. And the daughter is to it, you know? So I love how they expect gonna, everybody just to wake up. Hey, someone's about to attack you. Wake up. Wake up. Oh, that's all I have to do is wake up to get out of this thing? It happens twice <laughs> in the movie. I'm joking. But it's just funny. Like, help them. Try to get out of your fucking cage. Wake up. Right. <laughs> Sheriff, wake up. <laughs> Ah, <laughs> uh, such good stuff. How about when he says, when he says, um, what was the phrase about being purple? He goes, normally I'd, I'd rather the, the 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 relatives of the townsfolk that he killed come up here and and see him. Uh, you know what the hell uh, did he say? Oh, he's talking about hanging them. And I want I want yes. to see him so purple on the yes. boat. Yeah, I forgot yeah. what the line. Damn it! It was it was a good you know. Yeah. There was just such dialogue that I don't know. Purple on the rope because I let him stand there until he becomes purple on the rope or something. He says, <laughs> "Oh, it's great." And the Hubbard in the beginning when with, with, the, with the piano player, he's like three songs for one song for three dollars and two for six. Ten is three. And he's like, "How can shouldn't it be less as you as you buy more?" I and get goes, tired well, the more I, get, I play. I get, I get tired, tired after two songs. Yeah. yeah. And then he flips the thing over and it says starting fee one drink. <laughs> he wants to give him a drink. That's good shit, man. He's uh, like, is, is four songs a dollar? <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> Uh, it, it, it's good stuff. I, I just, you know, uh, 
How about when they say, how's your tibia? She says, I always use that word when the girl's riding them. Boy, she's real pretty, too. Oh, man, that girl. Yeah, um, she's she's stunning. She's really yeah, she young, is. too. She's really she? young, too. She was like 21 or 22 when they made this. Wow. Wow. It's weird. It's weird because Patrick, Patrick, Wilson, Pat, Patrick Wilson's like in his 40s in this, and she's like 21. She's like half his age. Wow. She's really pretty, though. But, I mean, she's riding him because he has injury. And they're you're just going to sulk for 12 weeks. And they have all that because he's hurt, you know. And yeah. she's riding him and do this. And then oh. then, they, then she asks him, she goes, how's your tibia? She says, oh, <laughs> I love it. I always use that word tibia for that one fucking movie. Um, Shin Godzilla. I always call it tibia Godzilla. <laughs> just to, fucking, to be an asshole. Fucking shin. Anyway. <laughs> how's your tibia? And the the scalp at the end when they fucking oh my god and they they feed it to him, his own fucking oh yeah they shove it in his mouth before they fucking uh, wishbone him, and uh, and Kurt Russell telling him that the the cavalry's coming and chicks like is that true? (laughs) Yeah right right right. He's like no, but if I was dying, that's what I'd want to hear. And right as Kurt Russell's being killed, Chickory's yelling, "You will be avenged! You will be avenged!" Right. Yeah, which is uh man, he had all the funny lines that guy. He did. Yeah. Richard Je- Richard Jenkins is terrific. I oh, mean, he's, boy, is he? He's wow. a you know an award nominated actor. He's, he he's really be. good. He's so and I, I love the relationship between him and the sheriff. Yeah. That, <laughs> oh man, that tea smells awful. It's soup. Oh, it don't smell <laughs> no awful now. It doesn't smell as awful now that I know it's not supposed to be tea. <laughs> God, this this tastes like corn. It's corn chowder. <laughs> that whole thing. I it's. You dumb imbecile. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, everything they're supposed to do in this movie, I think they do right. When they have good kills, they're they're great kills. When you have dialogue, it's great dialogue. The, the way the story, I don't know. I just there's not much I can. That's the thing about this. So much I can I, I can say because I'm quoting quoting everything. But I mean, the story is basic. You know, she's kidnapped and they go to freaking rescue her from the cave. Luckily, they kept her alive, and it's a rescue mission. Well, that's we the best type. Along the way. I mean, let's face it, those are the best type of stories. It's something that's been told a thousand times before. How do you tell it differently? And yeah, and, right. and again, I, I just say it's a little slow going. And Brandon, you've even said that too. There's some great dialogue. I, I won't deny that as well. But just uh, just a small, uh, like a small recommendation for me. A small recommendation. Okay, so yeah. what, what's your head rating then? A half You're head. Right? A half head explosion. It was that back in 2015 and it's that now. No, it's not no. bad at all. I'm I'm no, I'm, I'm a full head. I'm a full head, of course. I uh, honestly watching it again. This would uh, the the rating I give it. It would. I don't know exactly where it ended up on my top on my top hundred, but it would probably be a little bit higher because the first time I watched it, I gave it a ten out of ten. It was my movie of the year. Second time I watched it, I went down a little bit and stayed down a little bit, but it's still. I still find it. I still like it follows. In this movie, I I think I like this better than It Follows, and I'm very high on that movie. They're my one and two that year, and it wouldn't change. Even though I went down a little bit on my number grade, I still think it's it's fantastic. Yeah. I give it a full head explosion as well. Yep. And remember, a lot of this discussion came from a text, a stupid text that I wrote last night that said I'm an hour and a half in and barely any – the horror is just starting. Or more correctly, the gore is just starting. And they took that as I hated the film. You really need to lay off the salt. <laughs> <laughs> fucking twits. He was mad. Twi- you seem so mad. Fucking, <laughs> what a bunch of dumb imbeciles. <laughs> you seem so I mad. Even wrote, I, no, I like the movie. 
<laughs> I know. I know. That's true. <laughs> would have been funny if he gave it a higher rating than us. <laughs> that would have been amazing. We'll never know. Ten. We'll never know since we're not doing numbers anymore. <laughs> <laughs> uh, did you guys notice that thing? It looked, like the, it looked like the thing from the Pet Cemetery. That freaking design that they had, and they had all the stones around. Yes, it. yes. Yeah, it, it looked like the uh, the Micmac uh, cemetery the fr- the... at the front of the entrance to the yeah to the cave. No, it's on the ground. It's it, it's the design yeah. that was on the ground. Yeah, on the ground, the rock, the rock formation. But, but, it's, yeah. it's their, yeah, it's their okay. burial ground. Yeah, it and that's why like... they came. That's why they came to town because Purvis desecrated it. Right, apparently. Yeah, yeah. that's why they, that's why they they ate him first. <laughs> Just like that guy pissing on the tree in uh, Midsummer. <laughs> uh, yeah, right. Yeah, you're right about that. What? Oh, I can't wait to talk about that movie. Oh, oh God. Are See, we... now, now it's the same boat. That's now it's the same boat. Well, what me and B were just doing with this movie, with C being on the other side, it's going to be the same thing when me and C talk about it. Oh, and but, we, and, and, but, but oh. this is where I'm saying it. Dave Pierce like, I, I don't understand it. I don't understand. Well, I don't understand. I should have thrown, thrown the mix me. Christian's the one who complained about a two hour and ten minute running time, yet he's going to blow a three hour movie. But it's <laughs> all in the way the movie pres- and what Again, this is why we're individuals. A movie's yeah. made. We, we all have one. a different reaction one. to them. We're not supposed to be individuals. Uh, we're supposed to be one exploding it. <laughs> well, we're not. Put a few more flowers on the head and a few more jack-o'-lanterns in the field. <laughs> Fucking love oh. you. I love you. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Uh, wow. This was, this was a good Western. <laughs> the way I talk. I really, I really hope when you listen back that you actually said Western because if not, I feel like a dick. Like, I love when you... What like, are you listen. hearing? I, I keep thinking I'm hearing the same word back. Western. W-E-S-T-R-E-N. Oh, I hear I hear it as you're saying this, B. W-E-S-T-E-R-E-N. Westerin. Westerin. Isn't that what you're I say Westerin, and so you're probably say you're probably hearing yeah. that like I think are like West Westerin, but I, I know how to spell it. I guess I'm just saying it fast. No, Western. you're you're taking the R and the E and you're switching them for some reason. Say say Western. the word um, Western. Western. Come on. Yeah. yeah. But I, I do say it fast, and, I, and so it comes out Western. I trust me, I know. There Western. is. Yeah, yeah. Western. Western. It's, like, it's like the – how do you say – okay, take the word B-U-R-N. What's that say? B-U-R-N. Say it. Burn. Uh, burn. Sorry. Okay, now say B-R-U-N. Brun. Brun. That's what I'm saying. Instead I'm... of saying Western, you're saying Westrun. Westrun. Yeah. You know? did, you, did you brun yourself during the Western? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I myself during this fucking review, that's for sure. Imploding <laughs> head. Oh, oh. <laughs> all right. Oh, uh, and with that, I'm off the show. And with that, <laughs> we're all off the show for the week, dude. Right? I have no idea what we're doing the next show. I only know one of the oh. movies. Funny know, you should say so. I only um, know Autopsy of Jane Doe. Uh, Autopsy of Jane Doe, an American Werewolf in London, and Lords of Salem. What a mishmash thing that is! But it'll be that's, fun. That's a that's an odd grouping. I think that they all have the same rating for me. Maybe not. Either bottom line is I'm looking forward to it, and that's going to be a good one, I think. Yep. Yep. Do your homework, people. Miracle One Wolf in London, The Autopsy of Jane Doe, Lords of Salem. That'll be show 106. Nice. Yeah. And that'll conclude May. Oh, and again, let me say this real quick before I say goodbye. I keep forgetting 
to do the giveaway. I was going to do the giveaway a couple weeks ago. Didn't because, and this let me explain why. It's a good reason. I The first of the month was coming. I didn't want someone to win that was leaving the Patreon. Now the first of the month is here. It's actually yesterday. It's okay, So we're one day in. Today I just slept in and I didn't have time to get it together to do it the right way. Next show for certain We'll have a drawing because I got goosebumps some- giveaway. Woohoo! Yeah, and a goosebumps giveaway. Yes. <laughs> Christian's mad at me. I think. Oh, no, I'm not mad. At you. I don't I like when mad at me. I don't like when Christian's hair. mad at me. <laughs> I got a blowout. I got a Brian De Palma. I got a blowout. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Yeah, give uh, me the De Palma. Say yeah, that you go to the fucking party. I forced my wife over this. <laughs> It's all right. As long as you get a blow job from your wife, it's okay. Who needs a blowout, right? See? <laughs> Would you rather have a blowout or a blow job? Goose eggs. <laughs> goose eggs or goosebumps? <laughs> all right. We're going to be out. We love you guys. Thank you very much. And, uh. God, say do it. Do it. We'll see you next show. Oh, oh you didn't do your famous. <laughs> <laughs> That's better than all of it. That is awesome. better than it. I'm going to do it. Disappearing into the void. No, normally he does. Love you. Long time.